David. What's up? Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So man. you reached out and you were like, hey, I'd love to, you know, be be on the podcast. And I was like, yeah. let's do it, man. And I feel like I haven't seen you in 12 years, probably, possibly longer. Certainly Coon's age. Boy Scouts was a long time ago. Right. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm at least five years younger than you. Yeah. Probably, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, ter- I'm about to turn 34. So. Okay. I'm 29. Yep. There, there you go. go. Five exactly years. Exactly. Five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So Boy Scouts, I, I, I actually can't remember a specific memory of the last time I saw you. I just remember being part of Boy Scouts and hiking and trips mm-hmm. and stuff. I had a very distinct, I was talking to my girlfriend about this, I had a very distinct memory of you, and I'm not going to get too in the gritty on it, Yeah. but it was informative because you were relaying some of your worldly experience. Okay. And at this time, I was probably 16 and you were 11, or 17 and you were 12, Okay. what have you. And it was very interesting. We were going on a hike, and you're, I mean, you, you still appear very much a kick-ass, badass, workout, very fit guy. But even at that time, you had this persona of, like, a bit of a wild boy, if sure. you will, in, mm-hmm. in the best way. But it was interesting because when you're, when you're backpacking, you get this, like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Like, in true good backpacking form... You don't bring a Game Boy. You don't even bring a freaking book. Right. Because you're 50 miles away from civilization. You'd have to carry that book the whole way or whatever the reason. We're young. We don't bring books. It doesn't matter. But you're busy. You know, we're all swapping stories and your story just kind of like hit in a level where us as boys were all like fascinated and totally entranced. I'm trying to keep it very PG. But it was... It was interesting. Okay. Okay. It was interesting. I was like, I don't know if I believe him. (laughs) <laughs> but even still, it's a like the BS factor was so well done. I was just like, okay, I don't cool, good to know. I feel like I learned a thing. I don't know if it's true, but I, I learned a thing. So that was one of the many things. Uh, I don't have anything bad or whatever. You were just sure. I, I if I were to just peg you in general, I was like you were a wild scout in a good way. Yeah. And just high energy, high impact, kicking butt, which is awesome. Hey, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I definitely remember um, you. I mean, I think definitely part of Boy Scouts is a mentoring aspect of Boy Scouts where the older boys are showing the younger boys. So that was kind of the dynamic of just remembering like uh, these older figures being there Mm -hmm. on the hike with us and helping, you know, if we're getting tired or like, oh, you know, four more miles, four more miles, you know. I love that saying. (laughs) Ah, And nobody understands it unless they were in that situation. But I've said that in work environments where you get people who are tired and you're like, it's okay, man, four more miles. And they're like, what, you mean four more hours? And it's like, no, four more miles. <laughs> and you have to explain it, which doesn't really work. But it's, it, 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 that specifically has stuck with me as just a general, like, look, man, just keep going. Yeah. There's no point. You're, you're in it. So just finish it. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. I miss, Lo- I miss old Boy Scouts. Yeah. It, I don't know if I, like, honestly, if I had a kid now or when I have a kid, uh-huh. I don't know if I'd want to put them in the scouting Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they, they added girls in and that was a controversial thing, but I'm, I've always, like, wondered when I was there, like, I can see the value in wanting to keep it boys only mm-hmm. because there's, well, there's just going to be a certain dynamic and be a certain, like, energy happening when it's just yeah. boys and opportunities for very specific male mentorship can happen. Sure. I but do. I always remember being a kid, like, why aren't the girls here, dude? That'll be sweet, you know? Like, well, yeah, <laughs> as young boys with our 
our uh, emotions and our, our all this other stuff happening, yes, it would be very sweet. <laughs> However, I do want to say one quick thing though. Yeah. Is I don't recall how long, but for a long, long time, girls were actually allowed into a certain uh, department, if you will, okay. uh, venturing. Yeah, the venture scouting scouting. was co-ed. So that's true. That was very much there, and people could do it. One of my sisters did do it, right? And it had its benefits and and so on and so forth. So it wasn't that women were excluded. Like right. my mom and your mom both went with us on these things. Right. The, a lot, in fact, mo- a lot of the leaders were were women. Oftentimes. Yeah. Exactly. Some yeah. of the best leaders I remember in five five five, Sandy Evans. Was and uh, Lydia Eltringham. I don't know if you recall either of them, mm-hmm. but both of them were firecrackers in their own way, and both women. So I don't, I wouldn't say that Boy Scouts was like anti-women. It's sure. just there was a decision that was made, and I think it was really because of peer pressure or public pressure, and I don't think that's a wise choice to mm. be making decisions. Like if you are making a decision that affects a lot of people, based on a very small minority like yapping at you. Sure that does not communicate a good thing. And in a way, that was not the beginning of the end, but that's kind of a general indicator, I would say, for society on the whole. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to make your life choices based on 100 people you don't know and what they think about your life choices, well, that would be rather exhausting. Right. You have right. to live your best life, what what you want to do, how you want to do it. And this is not a very good example in the context, but like Boy Scouts as an organization needed to look at what are we trying to do? And I think there's a fundamental problem that the Girl Scout organization had been fundamentally failing for years and years and years, Um, like years and years and years. This is not an overnight thing. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't enjoyable. Like both my sisters and the Girl Scouts, if you were to give their best camping experience, right, their best weekend or a week camp experience, it would go toe to toe with one of our like lamest ones. Like we go, right. Just down the way, and we're there. Do a and beach cleanup or something. Yeah, right. or even, even if it was, was even if it was backpacking to backpacking, like okay. uh, you would find like their best one was kind of crap in comparison yeah. to our worst one. So or I had even, even heard they don't even do like you know my my wife back. I think she said she tried it, and mm-hmm. she's from Michigan, mm-hmm. and Michigan has a lot of outdoors and oh, nature. Yeah, yeah. But she she only did it for a small period, but there was no camp or like not hiking not it was no. just they just did other things and mm-hmm. it just wasn't fun she's like oh, i don't want to do this and stopped mm-hmm. you know and i don't think she was in it long enough to give a accurate full perspective of yeah. what it was like but just by the fact she didn't stick with it is an indication that it wasn't that great and know? that's fair there was two that my sisters went on that i recall specifically one was super lame like in a backyard which mm-hmm. hey camping in the backyard is totally fine if it's right. like with your buddy and you're like 12 or 17, whatever. And that can be a good starter as like a practice. Sure. Like you pack your whole thing and like pretend like, right. how heavy is it? We'll, we'll weigh it. No, and you yeah. do like a practice and round. That's yeah. cool. And I, I think, you know, dads and their sons have been doing that since the dawn of time. Right, right. Or some variant thereof. But then the next one was more of like, oh, we're at a campground. But it literally was like in the middle of the, the city, not like downtown super populated, sure. but more of a rural suburban environment like if you were camping in griffith park or something right yeah so it was okay but it was still like this is still kind of lame like right we could there's houses right over there <laughs> and i only knew because i would not partake but i would you know i was with them and i saw some of it and then i'd go home with my parents 
whatever. But it was just interesting to me that that was the disparity. And it isn't a money thing. Like people can be like, oh, Boy Scouts made more money. Maybe so, but like the you, organization has more funding, maybe or something. Yeah, but I challenge you to look at the numbers on like how much money Boy Scout makes from selling the various things that they sold, right? Yeah, like we certainly didn't beat. You know, popcorn sales were not at all comparable to Girl Scout cookies. No, for sure. No, Girl I mean, Scout cookies is a behemoth of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. then the question is, well, where's the money go? And then right. I would I would challenge not challenge you, but kind of like what I felt was part of the problem is what do modern women do? Where do they go? What kind of merit badges, what kind of activities, what kind of training do we want women to have? And I would say, uh, harken back maybe 50 years, that really started being questioned. Like, what the fuck, what do we do? Right. And, and it, wasn't just, it wasn't just women, it was, it was men as well. Uh, so if we're just talking about those organizations, the Boy Scouts kind of kept rolling on uh, momentum. Whereas the Girl Scouts, it was like a cool idea trying to ride the Boy Scout wave, which worked, but then it kept being faced with this, well, what is feminism? What is women? What are mm. girls? Where are they going? And um, I that we could have a discussion about that if you like it. But it's just, I think there's a lot of back and forth on what it is. Like, Modern feminism today is nothing like feminism 100 years ago. Sure, yeah. And there isn't even agreement. Um, you can't even get 10 women to agree. Like, literally, you go talk to 10 women on the street, and you're like, hey, so who's worse? The guy that sleeps, or the guy who has a girlfriend and sleeps with a girl, or the girl who sleeps with a guy and knows he has a girlfriend? Which one's worse? Mm, mm, mm. You can't even get agreement on that. Sure. Like, and that should be a universal thing. Like, you can get ten guys in a majority. Let's just say at least six will agree that, like, no, nah, he shouldn't be sleeping around. That's fucked up, mm. right? Like, that's you know because reversely, like, I wouldn't want my girlfriend sleeping with some other dude. Like, yeah, I'd be angry at my, you know, whatever. But that doesn't really happen that way. Instead, it's like. No, let's be like men. Let's be promiscuous. Let's whatever. It's promoting mm -hmm. the wrong flow. Sure, sure. You know, and I'm generalizing right, here. I'm right, not trying right, to right. say all women. Not even trying. I'm not trying to say women are bad or men are good or any of that. It's just yeah. like there's some weird things. So I, anyhow, but I, I definitely think that there. I think it all. I, I just finished a book called *Man's Search for Meaning*. Oh, cool. And it's written by Viktor Frankl, and he was a Jew that survived Auschwitz and these camps and then, okay. but he happened to be um, pre the camps a psychologist in uh, Austria okay. and so he his and he quotes uh, Nietzsche in it which mm -hmm. was that uh, man can bear almost any kind with us as long as man has a why then they can bear almost any how right sure right any amount of suffering as long yeah. as you have a why. There's nothing quite you, as terrifying without knowing why. Right. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. And, and so, that, and he, and so he, he, he wanted to, his big motivation of surviving was mm -hmm. so he could write about it and lecture about it. And that okay. was, I mean, obviously it was his family too, but no, his strong one was. No, but he had a goal and a purpose, some, some concept that helped get him past right. the now and in the future. And if you don't have a future, if you're just thinking day to day, then yeah, eventually you're just going to get worn out and there's no point. Right. So, yeah. And and so the big thing, and he, it's funny because even this book, because he does a, the newest edition, he, he's dead now. I think he died in 96 
but okay. he did a revised edition in 84. And even in cool. 84, he's talking about how he's starting to see society, people, groups, or just people in general mm -hmm. seem to be losing their meaning, mm -hmm. their meaning for totally. life. And I think that's a big thing that, you know, um, I even think about just the groups of my friends that did Boy Scouts and the groups that, the, the few that didn't. Yeah. And, and, and it's not to like single out, who, you know, because again, that could be one little influence, but there's sure. a lot of reasons for why you might feel like your life doesn't mm -hmm. have meaning. But I think it, so that's something that Boy Scouts help with, was help oh, yeah. give boys a feeling of meaning and that mentorship of growth of values and how to persevere through hard times, you know? Yeah, and I would say there's a there's a, a hundred, there's a thousand little uh, side goals or side lessons to be learned right. in Boy Scouts in a proper setting. And none of them, and every, all of them would affect a person differently. Right. So I've seen, we both seen people who did terrific in the in the organization and got whatever and other people who, who it didn't really affect them very much but I guarantee you if nothing else it helped provide a really good base for them right so if you were to hypothetically take out that base and that's exactly what you're talking about is you see other people who don't have that base and doesn't mean they don't have other bases but they don't have this primer base and so they had to kind of create their own Right. And it doesn't mean that but they're it, bad or their life's bad. But as you talked about with how sometimes these groups of people can't even agree on what feminism means or what mm -hmm. these different things, I definitely, I think, and even for men, there's a crisis for men and there's a, there's a crisis for lots of things right now where we don't know what's, what's the point. There's right. like a loss for what's the point. And partially it's correlated, I, I think, with there's a loss of faith over time or like sure. less, less people believe in religion. That doesn't. I don't think people that don't believe well, in religion, religion lose hope. Faith in government, right, faith right. in family, faith in school, faith in police, right. faith in your food. There's a lot of co things in question and confusion. Oh yeah, they're yeah. they're tremendously, and it's being propagated, and uh, it doesn't help that the the bastions for truth and information uh, can't even agree and can't even like do talk about something without lying about it, like sure. blatantly. And then getting called out and then not even going, whoops, we made a mistake. It's like, well, shit, who do you trust? Like, right. real, real talk, like, who am I supposed to listen to? You know, it's not Fox. It's not CNN. Like, who? Who? Right. And I'm just using right. those two as examples. Right. Um, and they both have their plus points and their minuses and whatever. But it's just like, eh, that is problematic. We went from, you know, go back to when we landed on the moon. That was a moment where we had faith in America, the right. government. Better or worse, obviously not everyone agreed, and you could say, oh, well, not everyone knew everything. Fine. But we had a faith. We had a belief in, like, right. we're all in this together. We are a group as Americans, and we are a group as Californians. And, like, it used to be, even in, in my lifetime and your lifetime, if you met someone from Idaho, like, that meant something. Like, oh, you're automatically this type of way. And not all Idahoans are that type of way, but because Idaho had an identity, right? And Cal, I mean, I went to Europe. I, I did a Europe trip. Um, That's and right. And they would do that yeah. in Europe. They would be like, because it, it wasn't, oh, you're just American. It was like, no. oh, what state? Because they, yeah. could, they could try to predict how you would behave. Right. I had based people on that. call me out. I said two words and they're like, you're from California. And I was like, get the hell out. How do you know? Yeah. And they didn't, didn't, but it's just like, there, so you had all these states that had identities and that has been stripped away and the identity of America has been stripped away 
And yeah. you could get people saying, I'm sure some people are like, oh, it's because of all the immigrants. And it's like, that's not why. Sure. That really isn't why. The identity has been constantly attacked and not fortified. Mm. Because the identity, if we harken back to what my hypothetically, what made America great is um, just push, is, is this, uh, it's, it's so prevalent in like all good movies. It's the, no matter how many times you get knocked down, you stand back up. Sure. No matter how hard it is, you push. Right, the perseverance. Yeah. Right, the perseverance. Right. And I would argue that that is the greatest like earmark for America. It's not that we you know, got a gold prize in it right. all the time and we didn't win every Olympic ever, right. but some of our best stories, whether they're myths, legends, or sports games, um, those derive from perseverance. Like, right. hey, right. you had everything in the kitchen sink thrown at you and you still won or were there. Yeah. And so I, I think that's what became part of the American myth, uh, mythos and it has subsequently been lost because nobody's defending it. Or not nobody, but right, right, it's right. been just shot up a bunch. And yeah, it is interesting that, um, that, that was, there was a lot there. I, 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 mean, I think so, one thing that came yeah. to mind, a couple of things that came to mind was, was I, I also don't think it's a specific uh, America problem, this loss of identity. I think like Agreed. The, 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 the internet itself, we kind of opened a Pandora's box with the internet, sure. yeah. and there's good that comes with it, yeah. but there's also bad that comes with it. And I think it's a little tied into globalism, just this mm-hmm. idea that we're a global world, a global economy now, global, global consumption, capitalism, mm-hmm. that like, you know, I, I talked to some locals when I went to Bali and just like, oh yeah, 20 years ago, this was a this this the culture of the, our little island here was yeah. different, but now there's McDonald's, there's all these things, right. and it's great, and it gives people jobs, and people are less hungry, and things yeah. are better. But there's also a little bit of a loss of cultural identity. And even talking to some of the locals, like yeah, they're all really strict. It's Balinese Hinduism, is what it's like a Hinduism with a little bit of Islander flavor of Balinese right, right, culture. Right. So they have their own kind of unique Hinduism, mm-hmm. where they still like throw goats into volcanoes and stuff like that okay, to cool. appease the gods of sure. the volcano. So cool I stuff mean, like hey, that. You have a volcano right there. I might kill a goat once a year to appease just, uh, the, yeah. just make sure things are kosher. It's been working for my parents and grandparents. <laughs> Why break tradition? But then the younger generation who have phones and stuff, right. they're all just like dismissing it and right. not wearing the traditional robes because right. all the men wear like these traditional robes mm-hmm. all the time. Right. And like any he he was talking about is if you know it feels like it's a problem, but then it's also he doesn't want to say no because the son gets like this great education at the university and now right. is like a lawyer and has moved to right you know Mumbai India or whatever and is doing really well but I think it's because and it's this more... weird thing happening I, okay i think you hit on it earlier uh, it's the globalization of the world and right. it isn't a bad thing but if you're in a group like if you have 10 people and they all wear certain they you know effectively they're all going to kind of wear certain types of clothes Somebody might come in with like a weird neon jumpsuit and everyone, uh, let's just be honest, throughout time, people are going to like laugh at that person, right. make fun or of them, pressure them, shame pressure, them. Yeah. They yeah. might even tear it off as his, whatever, you know, they'll do bad things. But if that person consistently keeps showing up and then does some like amazing feats with his neon jumpsuit, and I'm using it as a ridiculous example, then you might go back later and see, Hey, everyone's wearing a neon jumpsuit now. Right. Um, so but that's in a group of 10. Now, if you have somebody and then you have a group of 100 or even 100,000 or 10,000 or, you know, 7 billion. Right, right, right. Well, 
if most of the world, I, w- I think it's somewhere, let's just say five billion people have access right. to the internet, right? Um, well, if they have access to the internet, now effectively their group is five billion people. Right. So in, in Bali, it's like, yeah, if, if the son didn't have access to the internet, he'd be wearing the same clothes, but he wouldn't have be a lawyer and wouldn't be doing all these things. So I think the trade-off is good, but then the compromise and what we're forgetting is like, cool, you're part of a greater group, but you have to realize that the world is is a, a huge entity, right? But you are still, you have a bunch of small other circles, if you will, of other little groups, okay? Right. And those are equally important. So right. you need to maintain yourself in those groups as well as contribute to the whole group. Right. Right. Um, because otherwise, it's not loss of identity. It's it you'll end up becoming lesser of a person. Sure. Because I would I would challenge anybody to point out to the most fantabulous person, and you can clearly see that they were strong in themselves, which is a group. Strong in their family, which is a group. Even if their family's fucked up, like Genghis Khan, he had he had a wife and fuck you know raped a lot of other people right right right. but his family unit was like strong as fuck now we might ethically say it was bad morally yeah but it was strong then his army and his culture two separate groups mass totally strong unquestioning and then all of mongolia boom totally strong and then blah 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 and was he a bad person yeah for many reasons we could discuss it but it's like that's a person who had strength of will and if you look at the Mongolian culture, it's like, no, these are strong motherfuckers. And everyone right. they went toe-to-toe with outside of India, who at that time India had and still does to a greater or lesser degree because they were pretty much undefeated, they're so strong. Like, their core of, of who of were India, um, and they beat the shit out of the Mongols. But that's, <laughs> it, was, it was fucking, it was like the one time. They beat the shit out of the Mongols, they beat the shit out of uh, Alexander the Great. But that, so you can... Whoops. Whoops. Uh, you can you can, you can have both. There you go. Sorry. Um, you can have both. You can yeah. have a global identity while maintaining your your personal and family and local identity. Right. And that's what we should be striving for. And I think you're right on that. In that tying into like meaning, it's hard when you're just an identity a part of the world mm-hmm. to feel like. Like obviously you do contribute to it, but it can feel like you don't have that much contribution to it. So then mm-hmm. you can feel a loss of your why and your meaning. Right. And then maybe that's why we're seeing higher suicide rates and all these things where it used to be people were very involved in their local community right. or in the local groups and your contribution mattered. Like you could contribute one day and mm-hmm. see the result of your contribution the next day. Right. Like, but people are so in internet land, right. and everyone's Which trying isn't a real community. Like right. it's kind of like a, it's very it's a chaos and, and ocean community thing. And mm-hmm. I I do think the internet is still trying to figure itself out too. Sure. And it's, but also it, and it's weird like that the neon jumpsuit guy. Yeah. Now the neon jumpsuit guy doesn't necessarily need to find that group of ten people. No. To do to do something interesting and gain attention and 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 persuade essentially convince yeah. other people to do neon, <laughs> because now he can check the five billion people online. Oh, and there's another neon jumpsuit guy over here, and now right. they can connect yeah. without trying to contribute something that then. Right. gives credence to their neon jumps. But it is also a double-edged sword that you pointed out, which is in in a, in a gr- small group, like your local community, 
uh, you are one of 10, meaning right. just based on numbers, numerically your value is one of 10. Right, if it's 10%, they, so that's a big 10%, amount. 10%, right. and then you go, oh, in a group of 1,000 people, well, now your numerical value is less, and 5 billion, it's significantly less. Right. And then when you're looking at, you go from, and this is a phenomenon that exists a lot for a lot of people, big fish, little pond, and then you go into a bigger pond, and it's like, yeah, you might have been awesome in your pond, but right. buddy, you're a fucking guppy here, so sorry yeah. about the language. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna mess people up, and it takes strength of will and perseverance to get past that and remember your roots. Even if you don't agree, like, you may not agree with everything your parents said, but there is value. You are who you are because of what they said, what they did, to a greater or lesser extent. Mm. So, I don't know, I, I think, and I'm not perfect at this. I'm not coming at this from the approach of like, I got all my ducks in a row on like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but I think that there is value in putting at least attention on and realizing like, oh, I need to spend time with this, whether it's a sports game or work on my body or hang out with my girlfriend or my significant other more, what have you, or, right. or beyond that. And then also reversely, and this, sorry, this translates into an interesting thing. Like I hear lots of people complaining about modern politics, right? Sure. And, you know, one, one way or another. And it's just like, okay, cool. That's fine. Good to complain. Two things. One, uh, have you ever applied to be in a position of politics in, right. in your local? Oh, well, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, if you don't want to do it, then the only people that want to do it are people you don't like right. or don't agree with, perhaps. Right. So maybe you kind of should take some responsibility. Right. And then the other thing, you know, and I'm looking at that myself like, wow, it's one thing to vote. It's quite another thing to be involved and perhaps I should start looking into that. But then the other part of it is, so there's the problem as that person might see it, but then it's like, what do you propose as a solution? Right. And... It's very easy to critique, but it's very hard to actually come up with how to fix something. Right. Right. Or, or, or just even your own idea. Like right. fixing something that's broken is one thing, and I would right. argue that that's harder. But if you just have a hypothetical just an idea, yeah. yeah, like okay, cool. So you don't like unemployment. What do you suggest? What do we do with the you know 50,000 people in LA County who are unemployed? What do you suggest? Oh, okay, good. So here's your suggestion. Blah 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 blah. Let's let, let's play mine exercise and test. Right that theory out and it's not a perfect thing but we used to do that sure like at a local level you'd go to a bar you talk to john on his porch after a long day at work and he'd be grumbling about something and you're like well john why don't you run for mayor god damn it and it's like you know and you know he might grumble he might never do it or he might be like, what do you suggest and he gets in the 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 talking back and forth, and eventually the mayor's like, well, that's that's not... The wife whispers to the mayor the same idea that John said two weeks ago, and there's change. Right. You know, and yeah. maybe it doesn't work that way, but the idea is, like, you need to think of a solution. It's okay to have problems. It's okay to disagree, but the next step, I would argue, I would challenge people. It's like, good, so what do you suggest? Yeah. I, I think there's a lack of good ideas mm. that are being communicated and heard Uh and I, I, I think of just, I, I, I moved to this neighborhood just recently. Mm -hmm. I work, I work for the county, okay. Public Works. This is this neighborhood is an unincorporated community, which means it falls under the county of LA jurisdiction, not city of LA jurisdiction. Oh, okay. So we're county sheriff, county fire, mm -hmm. county building department. Everything is county for this little. We're actually an island. We're a landlocked little island. So yeah. we're literally surrounded by city of LA. 
and um, Monterey Park Alhambra kind of right. situation. And nobody wants you. That's right. We're just like we're t- no, but we're happy because yeah, actually yeah. you pay you pay slightly less taxes, property taxes, because there's only the county taxes. There's right. no city taxes. Right. But you are represented a little less. Sure. Um, but anyways, we have this park over here, and um, so I don't work for county parks and rec, yeah. but I kind of know how it works because I work for public works. How when yeah. requests come in through the board office, whatever is the board supervisor for your area, right. they funnel requests. And those actually are given higher priority than whatever you're working on. So if I'm working on an engineering project, mm. but I get an email from my boss saying, oh, board supervisor for district blah has this, you drop whatever you're doing and you appease that. So mm. that's the best pipeline yeah. to try to get things done, at least in LA County, sure. is to go through the supervisor's uh, district office, which is, there's five county supervisors the better known as the five little kings or in this case little queens <laughs> but um i love it okay good yeah and it and the structure of it's interesting because it's uh it's not uh yeah they're they're essentially kings yeah they're judge jury executioner they don't have them um, and they control the budget but they also like it's a it's a weird uh, la county is a really interesting government system if you look into it it's not at all like uh the rest of the country or state or anything like that but okay anyways i'm getting a dog park put in okay or I'm in the process of getting it in. Yeah, you see so many of us in our neighborhood. We walk in the morning, and there's just so many people with their dogs. It's sure. a great park, but there's not like one fenced-in dog area. Right. Which, for me, I would want because some people are more comfortable. With their dog's pretty trained to take mm-hmm. them off leash and throw a ball in the park. But my dog is not there, and I don't know if he'll ever get there. Right. So I'd rather have a fenced-in spot that sure. I can throw a ball and not yeah. worry he's gonna get hit by a car or something like that. You know. So sure. anyways, I'm in the process of getting that done. But the park's been there forever and doesn't have one, but it's got a swimming pool, has all these other things. Mm. I'm just surprised that no one's done it. And I think it's really just we have so much good distraction these days that even if someone's thought about it, mm-hmm. they either think, like you said, we've lost faith in government. They either think that it just can't be done. Right. Or no one, you're so busy with, people just say they're so busy all the time, but really you're just, you're, you're very busy being distracted by good entertainment. Sure, and which is fine, but which is it fine, is, but then you don't that. put in the effort right. to improve your circumstance or your community or whatever. Yeah, it's it is a combination of those and and many other things. Um, just also, I don't want to say people are stupider because that's not exactly correct. People have over the last two, they've got less educated. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think uh, people are as literate today yeah. as they were in the past, just in terms of and, vocabulary. And, and knowledgeable. And like, granted, if you gave yeah. uh, Thomas Jefferson an iPhone today, he would be confused as fuck. Right. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know. And and that, that's actually a very valid point. That yeah. the, the things of knowledgeable importance today are very different than yeah. what they were in the past. But I, but I would challenge, like, I would see a 16-year-old in that era, mm-hmm. uh, just average, and put them toe-to-toe with most college students and today, and they would floor them. Oh, for sure. And yeah. that 16-year-old, like no formal education, just kind of street smart, you know, maybe he's working in a trade school as a silversmith and blah, 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 he's halfway through his thing, whatever, that yeah. type. You yeah. know, it's not like he's great, he might only have bare feet instead of shoes and whatever and roughing it, but I would hire that guy to work for me and I would expect him to know more than your average college student now. Sure. With 12 years of education and then four for college. Right. Yeah. So. It's um. It's an interesting 
conundrum. Yeah, I definitely think the education systems do for uh, an overhaul or at least. Uh, what do you think is the solution for that? Because I have an idea. Yeah, well, and, tell me your idea. Um, you may not like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the simplicity. I mean, I, I think that the government needs to get out of education. So just like no more public education. Yeah. Now I'm willing privatize to privatize education or yeah. free market education. Yeah. Um, now I'm willing to go habsies, mm-hmm. like because I I don't think it's wise to be like we don't like this thing, cut it all out. It's right. like it's not a cancer. Like it might be cancerous, but even still, that's not the right way to handle cancer. That's a different conversation. Blah blah blah. Um, so if there is, in my opinion, a lot of issues with education so instead of just trying to cut it all out a good start would be like okay let's try it this way because how it's been going isn't really working so we're gonna delegate a certain amount of money of funds to go to each student okay oh sure then where the parents decide to put that student that's the money follows the, the, student. follows the student. So if that means the parents decide to homeschool their kid and they keep the extra, let's say it's a G a month, mm-hmm. right? Or it's probably, it actually is about that. But that, anyway, um, and they decide to pocket that because they're homeschooling their kid. Well, that's within their right to do it because frankly- you, you wanted that free. You wouldn't want there to be some channel where it's like, um, like I have a healthcare spending account. Mm-hmm. I can only use the funds from the healthcare spending account on healthcare related stuff. So what I do is when I go Well, homeschooling when I go, is schooling. Oh, so, you no, know, agree, but I was I was only going to say I, oh. I think it'd be really easy. I think you would just the money would instead of it just going direct like a check to sure, the parents yeah. without they could go buy booze with it instead of educate their child. It would go and I and that's an option. I'm not I'm yeah, not necessarily yeah. against that option. I'm just <laughs> pointing out yeah. that maybe you could instead it would go into a child school spending account sure. where when you buy uh, an archery bow mm-hmm. for the kid because they want to try some archery. Yeah. Then you upload the receipt to the. That's how I do my healthcare stuff. You yeah. upload the receipt and then they send you a reimbursement stack. And it, that's it would not literally a bad cover idea. almost anything because literally c- kids can learn almost sure. anything. Right. And books or toy, you know, any kind of thing. I think it would just like, oh, you put a receipt for alcohol. Okay, it would reject it. You know. Sure. I mean, <laughs> unless there was I, like an alcohol experiment kit or something. Right. Which I don't there know. could be, but yeah, I. And see, that's fine. Like little things like that, I don't mind having a discussion. And I actually think that that has a lot of viability. Like right. I would love to see that. And here's here's another like a, a caveat I'd make is like, okay, even that suggestion of like let's take however much the funding is, a hundred whatevers, right? And we split the hundred whatevers amongst a hundred children. Well, that could be dangerous. Like oh, all these things could happen. Like what you're saying, mom. You know, parents parents could just spend it on booze or buying a new Lexus or whatever. Okay, right. things that are not really, and then it's like, well, is the child getting educated? Because we do want the child to be educated, right? Right. Now, I could go one step further and be like, I don't think it's the government's job to really care about the education. But they do. The state has a vested interest in you being educated, so you produce more income and uh-huh. produce more tax dollars. Okay, which is so that, a fundamental, that is a financial but that is, interest for them for you to, to be, or they at least have a, a, a financial reason for you to be successful. They want you to be successful so they can take more tax money to then fund right. military, fund, fund other things that, you that want That shouldn't be what their goal is. Their goal shouldn't ultimately be so we can get more tax dollars. Sure. 
Like, well, no, and I would agree. It's not really. No, <laughs> I understand. I, but see, like what you said, even though it wasn't intended, was kind of like the dirty little secret about sure. government is that ultimately they just want more money. And if I go one step further, it's like ultimately they just want us to be good little boys and girls and kind of be quiet and let them do whatever they want and then they'll run things how they want. Right. Right. Um, which I'm not trying to get too into that in the moment, but it's just like, so it's just like, cool, let's just try, let's just try. And I'm right. a big fan of like pilot programs. So, okay, let's take, you know, this county and we're going to try this program in this county. Okay. And let's say the county is represented by the wide range of affluent kids and not affluent kids. Right. Okay or affluent families and non-affluent families and everyone in between. So we have a good diverse, and then we, we try size. it. Right. right, right, right. And we try it and we see what schools develop and what happened. And, and we do it in a, uh, you know, be smart about it. Like give a heads up six months or, you know, at, at the end of one school season, like good. So next school season we're doing this or whatever. You give enough time so other schools can get set up and like promote and whatever because they have a vested interest in that kid being there now they have a vested interest in the kid being there and the parents liking him there and figuring out a curriculum that works for them. It'll be a right. competition right. of the schools and of the teachers. So now, for better or for worse, if a teacher's not doing a good job and you're obviously going to have bad instances where like, oh, some parents like, rah, 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 and you fire, you know, maybe potentially a wonderful teacher gets fired just because of a whiny parent. But over time, it'll get worked out and people will sort out what works, what doesn't, and yes, the parents should be involved, but that doesn't necessarily mean teacher gets right, get fired right, and right. yada yada. And I think what we'll find is because what works ultimately is competition. Sure. Like if you and I decided to like have a real com competition of a fitness, right? And you're fitter than I am. But if we like went toe to toe, so I would have to catch up with you. Sure. And you're trying to stay ahead of me. So it's the so we're constantly pushing each other, pushing each other to best the other person then we'll both probably get the best results that we might have never gotten particularly before because there wasn't the competition. Right, right. And if the result is educated children at the lowest possible expense, then you need a competition. And frankly, how it has been set up for quite some time, there's no competition, quite the opposite. I mean, I kind of, I'll, I'll push back a little, which is Please I do. think that there is a current competition system. That's okay. why... Uh, you see hyper successful individuals and not successful individuals. And, and individuals I mean, or schools? It, it, individuals. So I'm 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 saying. Oh, like students. So going so one to one kid goes to a really amazing private school. That's sure. I mean I, I mean I think what we, I I think that there are are instances of public schools where people get great educations through a public school, and it's largely due to what community that public school is in. Okay. And therefore, the additional resources and funding and community like care that that public school gets. So like my wife went to the public school district in Ann Arbor. Okay. And Ann Arbor is a wealthy yeah. town. They have the University of Michigan there, so the kindergarten and all the it's all public. She yeah. went to public school and she felt like she got a great education and she, for all intents and purposes that I can see. Okay. She's very well read and all that stuff, and she went to completely K through 12 public school, right. and then went to University of Michigan, which is also a public state university. Okay. Yeah. Um, great education. Mm -hmm. She's really fine, knowledgeable. Uh, but I, what I do feel 
I, this is a long tangent. I think that oh, good. I think the way it should be, or the way that it currently is, is that more or less the public school system is kind of a safety net sure. to capture uh, uh, people that can't afford uh, a, a better, higher quality education through private means. Sure. Uh, or I think sometimes even homeschooling could be better. But the problem is both parents are working, so there's no, they can't they can't afford Which to is a other, stay home. Other other problem I'd love to chat about. Sure. But yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't necessarily think that both parents should be working. You know, it's I not an think ideal scene. It's not great. No, it's not great. Or or maybe they are both working, but they're both working 20-hour weeks. You know, sure. so it's like a half-half thing. You yeah. know, so that way, you know, I think there's economists that back in the day thought based on the trajectory of productivity that an automation that we'd be working way less work hours and way more efficient. And the truth was we are more efficient and we are producing a we lot are, more, yeah. but the work hours haven't diminished. If anything, they've increased uh, or uh, at least stayed yeah. the same. Well, basically. and also fl- inflation has gone up and that sure. hasn't been terribly awesome. And... It, it, inflation is interesting because inflation is really bad for low income people or, mm-hmm. or, or people that aren't or, or, or in general, it's bad for workers. Because it's hard for wages to keep up. I, I would keep say up. it affects the middle class more than than low or top. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, I feel like it affects low the worst because they don't they tend to not own anything. Sure. And uh, owning things, when I say owning, I mean assets. Yeah, yeah. Those usually always keep up or appreciate with inflation. They just they just increase in value co- correlation with inflation. Right. So your assets don't necessarily lose value due to inflation and just right. the dollar amount you get for it increases. Yeah. Um, and then what's even better is because we have a financed system of leveraging through debt to purchase homes, Yeah. Uh, it, it, every year that goes by, that mortgage payment hurts a little less because it's locked in for 30 years at 2000 a month. Yeah, well, yeah. 10 years from now, that two grand feels like nothing compared right. to 10 years ago. Right. So, that's the benefit. That's where. That's why rich people like inflation because if you're highly leveraged and mm-hmm. you have ten properties yeah. all with four hundred thousand dollar mortgage loans on them, right. you want you want inflation, right? Because it makes that debt so much easier to pay off. And also, it's agreed. the same for the government. The government has a ton of debt. What's the best way for us to pay off this debt? Print more money. Pay, cause inflation over time. Mm-hmm. And it'll be easier for us to pay off the debt on our balance sheet, and and so which they don't care about doing it all. By now the way, it's the bankers who it's it's usually it, it's funny. I don't know because I've always thought well the bankers wouldn't want it because they're being paid back in less valuable dollars every year that goes by. Yeah, and that's not great for them. But I think but when it flips the other way, which it eventually does, mm-hmm. now they have more money, and um, yeah, they still have more money. Yeah, the do- the total dollar is still more. I right. I think I think in general what nobody wants is the spiraling out of control inflation because that's not manageable. It's impossible to reverse. It, and the I think it's called hi- hyperinflation. Hyperinflation. And yeah, you get like with Venezuela, what happened with right. Russia, what happened with China, Germany, uh, Germany for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're we're leading in that direction right now. I yeah. mean, we, you know that we printed. Like, so you have all of the uh, American dollars, all, all dollars. Right. Right? 
that have ever been printed. Right. Well, it was twenty percent, right? That was I think created it was 30. in twenty twenty. I oh, thought was it was 30%? 30, but either way, yeah, it's a lot. It's a huge amount. If it's 20 or 30, yes. either number is just astronomically well, high. I, so, I do think that there's a bit of, I don't know, I, I talked to my neighbor about this because mm-hmm. he's also very alarmed about it. Yeah. And um, I'm less alarmed about it. Okay. Because, yes, they added a couple zeros to the balance sheet, mm-hmm. which instantly created the... Well, massive amount of dollars a bunch right. of money but they it, they but it really is digital dollars at this point uh, they oh. might be printing some physical but from what i understand at least with the fed and stuff it's literally just a digital account where they just add some zeros and then wire digital zeros okay to other banks and i i don't understand all the intricacies of it before i understand sure. when they say the the fed increased its balance sheet well but that's even i don't worse. even know if they're still Printing physical dollars to match every bit of that. If if that's the case, that's even worse, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't but, know I mean, about I, I that. I get what that's you're saying. That, that's point, an interesting. But, but, but what I what I do know is that a good chunk of the money that was injected. Yeah. So uh, important part of inflation for inflation to occur, you need to have demand, but mm-hmm. a lack of. You have, to have, you have to have a lot of you people... You have to hire, who, higher demand than product. Higher demand than products. Yeah. Right. And then and then the problem is when so many people have so much disposable income for products, but there's just not enough product to go around, prices explode up for those things, right? And, that, and that's... Sure. Well, I mean, currently, yeah. it's people are not allowed to go out, and instead of, you know, 50,000 small businesses, you have Walmart, Costco, Amazon, sure. you know... It, you have a couple conglomerates that are still open, and most of the country, uh, America, is opening back up. Not right. sure about the world, but even still, it's like you can't go to all the places the same way, and it's just you still can kind of barely go to the theaters. Like I don't know right. if you've been recently, but it's just like no one's in there. Right. Well, I, th- I think movie theaters were always pretty empty. Like whenever I went to a movie, even pre-pandemic, it was like, oh, there's five other people in here. Really? When the heck were you going? I mean, I, I guess I don't like. Uh, I don't Crowds. stay up late. I don't stay up oh, late, so okay. I go like earlier like five oh, o'clock like, or whatever oh, oh, that i don't makes go sense. for the eight okay. seven eight o'clock yeah okay ones. gotcha yeah for sure but i definitely know for new releases they would still get full but it yeah, just yeah. seemed like sometimes like oh well, let's just go see a movie yeah um no i'm checking with you okay but but sense. anyways but the, anyways that ties in my point which is mm-hmm. it's called velocity of money and i don't know if you looked into velocity of money or know uh, about velocity I'm of money vaguely familiar with it but by all means but what causes a part a contributing factor to inflation is how much does that $1 change hands before it stops in a savings Low, account? Specific, well, in, and in what is the scale or what is the size of the sphere in the right. world that it's in? So if it's that $1 sure. that's going around the world, that has less impact, kind of like the 1 in 10 versus 1 in 5 billion right. example from earlier, versus $1 in a small community of 10,000 people, that dollar has more significance than that one dollar going global. So that's a good that's a good point. And what I, and what the the numbers that I know of is that pre-pandemic mm-hmm. we had a velocity of 7.4, which was okay. a dollar changed 7.4 hands before it stopped in a stock account, investment account, whatever. Okay. When money stops in a stock account, and it, it it the demand of that dollar stops, it just sits there in, okay. in an asset, and so that dollar can no longer cause inflation because it's not being spent for consumption because consumption is what causes inflation i feel like this goes around to saying that people shouldn't save money which i'm a little hesitant to no no, no i'm not talking, that's not actually okay. no, what i'm saying is fair enough fair enough i just now pandemic happens mm-hmm. no one can go out 
Yeah. Uh, people okay. are consuming way less. Mm-hmm. People are a little scared, so everyone's holding on to money and saving and popping yeah. some on the side. They have reason to. A lot of people lost their jobs, yeah. And so velocity of money dropped from 7.4 to mm-hmm. like 3.3 or something like that. So basically half. Yeah, okay. right, a little more than half Yeah. Okay. where the amount of hands dollar moves. Yeah. That, that can cause deflation. That slowing down can cause... Uh, but anyways, it slows down inflation when okay. the money is stops. So you think they're kind of canceling and each other sl- out right now? I think initially they weren't worried because velocity money was really slow. Right. And then also what happened is we saw a lot of the money that got pumped in. That there's also a stat right now that American Americans are saving. You know, the average American is saving way more right now than ever before. Sure. And yeah. it's mainly circumstantial because we're, we're nervous. We're not sure if there's going to be another downturn. Yeah. Even investors are holding on to cash because if there's a downturn, then there's a good opportunity to buy in. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of money just being held on the sideline, not being used for consumption. Mm-hmm. So when it's not being used for consumption, not circulating in right. businesses, inflation's not going to happen. It's going to be very tempered. Right. Um, now, the, it, the, the when the inflation will come mm-hmm. is when everything reopens, people feel comfortable that we're good and we're not going to have another bad thing. Right. And they feel comfortable starting to spend that money all right. over the place and consuming and buying things and taking trips and doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But as well, people are still hesitant and things are still restricted. Mm-hmm. It's going to be slow. But now I would agree potentially the question is, will we ever truly go back to a full complete normal? Yeah. Or will we always have, Will this scar us a little bit to be sa- savers more? Because traditionally, well, Americans are not savers. We've always been very much I, about consumption. Hold on, hold on. I no. totally disagree with oh, that really? statement. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I would, I would say that that is correct. Uh, maybe 60s. Okay. 70s is when it, that concept went into hog wild, full tilt. But before that, you had single family, not single, uh, but um the sorry what are they called the nuclear family sure and before that you had the farmer family and before that the pioneer family and then you know i'm just giving the settlers and all that stuff yeah yeah yeah. so like you had certain stages where it's like no they would save and yeah they could go to the bank and whatever but it made more sense to save your seeds and replant them or to save up money so that you could buy the lumber sure and the and the guy down the street so you could build the barn you know, you're, you're saving totally money correct. on that. I wasn't thinking back that no, far. No, it's totally fine. I was but thinking you probably are about correct. 70s of like what it means to right. be an American. And now, and what happened? We had, uh, you know, TV dinners. We had Mustangs, rock and roll, right. yada, 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 and, and drugs. And it just, sure. it kind of exploded. And more importantly, advertising really came about. And right. I'm not really knocking any of these per se, but what it, it, hmm. I would say it took us off of our like moral ethical like that was the time America actually took a turn. Sure. Yeah. And not for the good because it was like post World War II we were a certain way we had stock and value and there was a couple other things like we also got off the gold standard. Sure. Um, a little bit late. I'm trying to th- when went when the hell was Nixon? But anyways, you know so there was a couple things that all kind of coalesced at the same time. Yeah. And it really changed the dynamic of money. So definitely, uh, there was an encouragement for consumption, big mm-hmm. time, and lots of factors. Like whether it was used to be really hard to convince a baker 
to give to lend you money for a thing. Right. And now it's it, you totally know, there's lots of things said, that are financed. Yeah. What's that? Go ahead. I thought you said baker, and I was oh, like, baker. why are you getting money from a baker? baker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, in my head, I'm like, what, you're gonna, he's gonna loan you, like, the bagel? Like, what the, I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, there was just a lot of factors that encouraged consumption. Dope. And not, like, what? what's the point of saving, especially when this concept of inflation starts coming around, where, well, why am I gonna save if my dollar is just gonna lose value? Let me mm-hmm. just spend it instead and consume instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that is an interesting point. I've been talking to my girlfriend about it because she's done a terrific job of saving, and I worry. I mean, I've been saving too, yeah. but it's we're on different scales as far sure. as saving goes. And I'm like, I feel like you should put your money in something a little more tangible Sure. because, yeah, I don't – like currently your money in the savings account is just losing value. Yes, Every day. Yes, it does. Um, which it was sucks. a lot, but it, it but over time it accumulates. Right, yeah. right, and it's like minimally, even if you just put it in, and I'm just getting into it, so I'm not gonna get into, I'm not gonna display how ignorant I am on this sure. stuff. But simply put, if you invest it in something that gets you at least a little bit of return, like five percent or right. whatever, you know, safe, then minimally you're getting something. It might be able to initially keep up with inflation. And at least it's safe-ish. Right, right. You know. Uh, I, I, I think that's a huge, uh, what you just brought up is great, is that I think that the schooling system and everything doesn't do, it's so interesting because you would think the financial institutions would want more people to be educated on finances so that. Why though? Why would well, I think that? Look at right now, there's like the stats of like, we have, there's more, our generate. there's more people investing than ever before. Yes. And more people investing just like increased demand for an Apple, increase the price of an Apple, will increase demand of people pumping money into stocks, increase the oh. stock price. Oh. That's good for companies. They're oh. happy. They you like just, stock price higher. Yes, agreed. You, know? uh, you said just something now with the Apple. I sure. assume you meant the consumable kind, right? Oh, I meant, yeah, just yeah. Eat, eating an Apple. But yeah, there's Apple, okay. the company. Right, right. Um, but there, and you also mentioned something, and I was thinking about lumber. I would make a counterpoint on yep. that concept of, let's say you have 10 people and they want apples, right? Yeah. Okay, so initially, you're going to have this like, well, the supply is for apples, right? Right. And then we don't have, or sorry, the demand is for apples, and perhaps we don't have 10 apples on hand, so the price goes up and only who can afford it, Correct. right? Correct, yes. And that's fine. But the beauty of capitalism, but like, I would say pure capitalism, because there's crony capitalism, blah, blah, blah. But the beauty of that is like, okay, if I'm selling apples and I have 10 people yesterday that wanted apples and I only had nine or five, let's say. Right. Well, okay, I gotta figure out how to get more apples yes. because there's clearly a market for more apples. So yeah, initially it's gonna be more expensive and this is true, yeah. um, but ultimately I'm gonna, you know, and if still is becoming a thing, well then what'll happen if I got a bunch of people buying apples, you can come along and you're like, well, I'll start selling apples. Yes. And now we have two people selling apples and then I gotta compete with you and. Blah, blah, blah. And so, yes, you are correct. Things are going to go up once people start spending money. However, it'll also go down. And I actually think it's, it's. I'm hesitant to say people should continue, stop continuing oh, to I save. Oh, I see. The price of the apple will go down because market market production will shift in order to accommodate right. the apples. Right. So, and, and it ebbs and, and flows. And then the price and this will is, drop. Sure. Right. And and once, once the market realizes that, the market has to respond and it takes yeah. time. And it takes some time and sometimes it's, it's, it's more on point than others and it really depends on the market or it depends on what sphere of the market. Some are right. uh, more flexible than others and right. you know, whatever. 
So it, it wasn't that you were wrong. I was just like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the concept of like, oh, you know, uh, people, it's just going to be super expensive. And it's like, yes. However, it will change because, sure. but it will only change to the extent that you remain in a, you know, as close to a, a free economy. Because right. reversely, if you don't and you try and control it and like make apples stay a dollar, that's just going to cause problems. Right. Sure. Anyhow. Yeah. But, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I cut you off there. No, I, I think I think that you're you know that there's not enough financial education. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. There's there's a lot of practical things. There's not enough financial education. Right. Obviously, there's not any information on how to do taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, Write a check, balance a checkbook. Right. Um, even basic stuff like. proper history of the United States and like base history of the world like and it isn't just rote memorization of the 50 states and all that stuff like you need to understand core concepts of that now here's a question for you and we may disagree on this why do you think that is I mean I don't I, I think you can go into like conspiracy land of like well Maybe there's some really powerful people that want people to be dumb mm-hmm. so that they can manipulate and control them so that then they essentially have their quote-unquote slave labor, right? Throughout history, you've always seen where... Until America, pretty much you've had slaves. And you can make an argument that we had you know, blacks and slaves, right. and we did for a bit, and that's totally true. However, in America... Oh, sorry, I'll let, finish your sentence, yeah, yeah. and then... No, yeah. I, I think... I think that there always has been the case throughout history where there's a group of people that mm. need to be your labor, that need to yeah. be very cheap or free or, mm-hmm. you know, in order in order for there to be a, a strong inequality where there's people with an extraordinary amount of wealth and can be super lavish and rich. Right. There needs to, there has, there just has to be. And, the, and to an extent, capitalism naturally produces that because there's just going to be some groups of people are highly productive and they get rewarded for being more productive. Mm-hmm. So they will generally have higher wealth. And then there's going to be some people who are not as productive. Right. They still can maybe do okay. Yeah. But so 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 capitalism naturally cre- cre- creates inequality. Now the whoa, question is... Whoa, whoa, I don't agree with that, but okay. Well, inequality in the sense of uh, um, how much wealth you have relative to someone else, right? Like keeping up oh, with the Joneses, you mean, right? E- so, okay, it, it, but capitalism provides equal opportunity. It does not provide yes. equal outcome. So you're talking about equal outcome where we both work an eight-hour day and you make but the if I'm same exact that I make. I'm going to get paid more. Right, well, you works. work a different job than I do and you For get sure. paid more than I do. Right, if I have and, a knowledge about a, a certain skill that is considered currently more valuable in the current market, right. I will be compensated sure. more. Yeah. And that so it naturally right versus you have socialism where that doesn't the the out the idea is that outcomes should be equal. So therefore, even if right. I do something that's considered more valuable, well, we've just thrown markets out. There's nothing, you know, this right. apple is there's it, we don't, it, don't know what the value matter. of an apple. Or hey, I could matter. say I'm having you know my shoulder hurts and I still get paid even though I didn't work. Sure. Because we're all equal and it doesn't right. you know that's a whole right. other thing. But yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I actually would say, I think. I think I think there is a problem. I think there's a lot of problems, but I definitely think there's a there is a lot of problems. People don't believe in capitalism anymore, and it's gotten a bad name. 
Sure. Well, to be fair, uh, what it is now is not what it should have been. And I would say... Sure, it's not pure. The, it's definitely not pure. And I would say the problem came about when uh, corporations were allowed to become individuals. Okay. Um, and I don't... Like, I know we have a friend who was on your podcast who yeah. could probably be like, oh, yeah, David, it was this time. But there was a time when corporations were something else, and then it changed, and I'm giving a really horrible... To shift know, liability, right. It, off they, of the they became owner. from like a corporation to like the corporation is an identity and it's gotten so bad with advertising now you ask someone what do they think about coca-cola or pepsi or what are the, or nestle or any any brand right and they will talk about them like it's their friend Susie. like they will they'll just be like oh i like coke because it tastes good it makes me go or whatever, and I'm being silly, but like literally I've had that conversation. Or, you know, what do you think of this brand? And they're like, you know what, they're really good. Like I like Days In, but if I really had a choice, I would definitely go to Hilton. But Days In has great beds. Like like talking about your buddy Bill and like, you know, he's a kind of a pain in the ass, but he's got some good beer in the fridge. Like this isn't your friend. This is a multi-million or billion dollar corporation. They are not your friends. They just care about your money. They will not exploit, but they're going to try and get as much of your money as possible to do whatever their goals are. They, sure. they have very little compunction about lying and very little issue with like breaking law, they go all the way to the Pushing thing, the boundary. Pushing yeah. the boundaries to make as much money as possible, which yeah. I'm not opposed to making money, but we used to know that. Like we had the Boston Tea Party because the East India Trading Company, I mean, it was so hand in glove with the, the British government, but they were a horribly corrupt company doing shady ass fucking shit. So we dumped, not we, I didn't, but Americans later to become Americans. The Bostonians. The yeah. Bostonians were like, hey, fuck you. And they dumped a bunch of tea and the, then they burnt, you know, ruined it all. Right. Um, and it's like, okay, that's a realization that, hey, this company is like an asshole and we're going to attack them. But there was a time in American history where corporations were suddenly allowed to kind of do it. So a good example would be like Enron. Now, that was the power grid uh, corruption, <sighs> right? Where they were purposely misdistributing power in order at, to create power surges so that they the could charge tail, higher rates. At the tail end of Enron, yeah. that's what they were doing. Right. But all the way leading up to that, they consistently did shadier and shadier. And like they would do stuff where, for instance, they'd sign, sign let's say, a $10 billion deal, right? Mm -hmm. Or $10 million, whatever. They'd send some $10 million deal, right? But it's over 10 years. But they would include that they would, the $10 million would be for this year. So they were pumping their numbers to mm. make them look like, so then people keep investing and it looks like. Oh, to make the, the stock look more attractive. Yeah. Well, I and see. that's, I'm just giving, sure. I mean, and they're. So they did all sorts of shit. All, I mean, yeah, like that thing you just said, what they were doing in California, it took years for that to get like handled. And even still, handled isn't the right word right. because they just got booted out of that right. contract of the power grid. But the homeowners still had to pay for those expensive electric yeah. bills. And and the, stuff. The yeah, and the surges that they forced, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's just like, okay, how come when they eventually got kaput, uh, you take like, I don't know, the top 10 guys, one of them went to prison. Right. Right. And and arguably that was a few instances where like oh wow some of you actually got penalized, but they got a lot of them just got away scot free millions of dollars in their bank, 
And because of this effective uh, above ground pyramid scheme that they concocted, so many millions of people got just totally freaking burned. Sure, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if I do something bad, like if I run into a person and cause them bodily damage, maybe I ruin their life, but I don't kill them. Well, I'm going to jail. Like, I'm definitely going to jail. Uh, I'm going to be broke when I come out because all my money is gone, all my shit's gone. Like, my life is effectively ruined, and I'm going to be shirked from society. That isn't necessarily the tr- the same thing when, like, AIG or Enron or right, these other right. big co- corporations, because they can just be like, oh, I didn't know. And it's like, well, you're in charge of the thing. Right. Like, how did, sorry, it was kind yeah, of a long well, ramble. And, and but, I get your point. But I, I do, th- and, and so maybe what you're saying is it, it's not pure capitalism if there is such a thing as corporations that but, are separate entities. Yeah, when they are an are, entity as opposed to... To protect the liability of the owners who run that company so that they don't go to prison. Mm-hmm. And I would agree that's a, a, a major flaw. Um, and again, so yeah, basically, I, I agree free market can be very powerful and for good. But like, but what I would, just like issues like that, and issues where um, it naturally leads to um, big inequality outcome, where you have an Amazon or you have a situation like that's just one example where one just becomes so dominant as a force, right. there can't be any competition like monopolies, right? And then you can, <laughs> what yeah. do you do? Do you have interfere and break them up so that mom and pops can start to compete again? Again. It's a, I think capitalism has a challenge without being unchecked, or at least the end limits are, 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 are you could say, tampered with or dampened. Mm. But any kind of free market person would disagree. But I, and maybe it's because I've never seen it otherwise. So I just mm. think, well, this is the way it is, and it's worked pretty good. But, but then people will it, say, well, it, we kind of had free market in the early 1900s and we boomed, but then we also had these giant scary monopolies and worker towns, and this is what Arthur talked about, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I would argue, my opinion is, as I'm kind of loath to say it, but it's like the government needs to step away a little bit, mm-hmm. not entirely, mm-hmm. um, be, and let kind of uh, the little kids fight it out. Because, okay, here's an example, bad analogy, but if you have a bully, right, who's bullying the kids in the schoolyard, you as an adult can step in and be like, bad bully, not allowed to do that. Okay, here's a new rule, bullies can't do blah, people can't do blah, right? Sure. And you can't fight over the ball. Everyone gets it for five minutes or whatever. Or the bully gets a timeout, they don't get to play the game for ten minutes or whatever. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, but it doesn't really solve the problem because then the bully's just going to do it again and again and again and like whatever. So, or you can step away and let the kids figure out a solution to this problem. You don't give the bully extra resources. You don't, you know, oh, the everyone gets five minutes with the ball. No, no, no. You let the kids figure out a solution. Now, granted, they may not always get it right, and it might take them a while, but it could, you know, eventually, they eventually confront the bully, beat him up, and then they later become friends, or they defeat the bully, and the bully goes to a different school because he cries to mom, and mom's a little Karen, and she leaves. Whatever. Um... So how that would work is like in the tech industry, you know, you have Google, Facebook, and YouTube are like so omnipresent in that sphere. And it isn't that there isn't competition, but as we saw with like Parler recently, where 
Parler got up and running. Oh, and Amazon, but they're different. They're kind of consumer-based. Uh, but anyways, uh, Parler came up, and then Amazon was basically helping, what was it, Facebook and Parler, and Facebook, basically, Amazon's like, oh, we're not going to service you anymore, Parler, and just right. totally fucked them over. Because and, Facebook threatened their contract or something. Well, Who I, knows? I don't even know what Facebook did, because I was that's what I was going to say. is like, Facebook did blah, and I was like, I don't know if that's true. I assume that's true, because I assume Facebook would do... It probably didn't even need to be said. I'm sure right, that right. the person in Amazon because they like, both were using oh, Amazon this is web a conflict, services, right? Exactly, conflict of interest or whatever. So, and you know that's fine. And Parler's kind of back up and running, and they're still working on their thing. Blah blah blah. But to me, that's the solution because Facebook's great for certain things, but the Facebook of today is not what it was five years ago. Sure. So, and I would like the five years ago version. So somebody's eventually going to figure out how to capture people like me and eventually like going from myspace to facebook will go from facebook to something else sure and similarly with google like i sometimes i'll use google for certain like mainstreamy things that i don't really care yeah. and then for other things that i care and want to get a little more in the in the weeds i'll use a different one like DuckDuckGo, which is has its own flaws but i'll use that just to get an alternate perspective because i know because it gives google, you different search results right yeah okay um, and like, okay, a good example is like I typed in Biden's speech, to, and this is a YouTube thing. Okay. Biden's speech, every single one was like a certain left-leaning outlets okay. version of his speech, and it wasn't any. And I'm sure if I did and further, you're logged into your personalized YouTube mm-hmm, channel. My personalized YouTube channel. Really? Which is not that's like I don't even subscribe to any of those. So what's fascinating to me is I'm like. Well, I wanted to actually listen to the speech, so yeah. it was fine. Sure. But I would later want to know what these people commented on. So now I have to do a little bit more of a dive in YouTube, which is part of Google search thing, to find videos of people commenting on that thing. Sure. And I'm like, that's fascinating. Why are you giving me 20 version? And it could have just been how I searched. Sure. But it was fascinating to me. So that's why how I use alternate. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't, I don't think DuckDuckGo is the best. It has its flaws, but nor do I think Google is the best either. Right. But at least I know. It's like the It's the evil I know, right. if you will. Or it's yeah. the devil I know. It's the term, I think that's the term, right? The devil you know is better than the one you don't or something like that. Okay. I don't know this term, but yeah. Yeah, well, the, the concept is like, or know thy enemy or, you know, ah, God, there's a couple other. But the, the idea is have your, oh, that's what it is. Or that's oh, one right. of those. Have, have your enemies your fr- closer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have, Have your, your friends, friends close, close, enemies closer. closer. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just you got to know know who it is that you're dealing with so you can yeah. work with them. But yeah. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting situation. I I do I have a I was telling Anna that I and talking about all these topics, I do think that the internet is like a bit of a chaotic capitalist it's like a wild west right oh yeah now, for you sure know? um and i think that well i was telling her i think again the school system can have a huge overall and i really think that aside from the importance of interaction with kids and the social dynamics yeah. of being in person and playing tag and things like that right um that Which the you internet can get can outside of school, resource. by the way. Right, right. through clubs that doesn't have and to be, YMCA, all yeah, sorts of things. It doesn't have to be government-authorized whatever. So sure. You can have mom groups who are like, 
hey, let's go to all 50 of our kids and go to a cool school, you know, right, park right. or what. There are always solutions or have always been solutions right. like, yeah. You, you were just, homeschooled, right? Um, in, in large part, yeah. But okay. I have gone to public, I have gone to private, I have gone to charter, and I have done homeschool. And they all have their pros and their cons. Um, I would say my least favorite, but second highest amount was in uh, public school. Um, and it wasn't that it was bad, bad. It was just like... Uh, was this high school? No, what, what, what? Uh, no, it was younger. So I like did a little bit of elementary and then middle. I think I did like two weeks of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fucking weird because I came in like mid-year or something like that. And they're like, this is what we're studying. And I'm like, I have no idea. Like I was just totally like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Mm. This is so weird. Um, and apparently, if you ask my parents, I was a little bit of a problem child when I was younger. Okay. So, like, when I was in, like, elementary school, I'd get in fights. When I was in middle school, I remember getting picked on. Like, I was smart. I was, like, the chess team champ. I was just proud of that accomplishment. I'm not trying to say yeah. I'm amazing at chess. Sure. But, um, but I'd still get picked on, and, like, there was a bully, and, like, I got pants in the last day of school. And, you know, it, there was just weird dynamics, and, like, one teacher hated my guts, and she was kind of, like, an evil bitch. So, uh, you know, whatever things, and I'm not saying like all of that is indicative of, you know, other people's public school experiences can be totally different, but you know, there was a similar thing with my sister, which is more of a private thing, but it it ended up getting like the government involved to an extent. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, it was just a clear misunderstanding. Um, she just complained about something and this, this child services. Yeah. Yeah. School psychologist was like, Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what the fuck you know? And we had to be removed from my parents for three days. And it was like, what the hell? Wow, that's drama. Yeah, it was so weird. It was so, wow. like, it, it, the the scale of it was akin to, like, my dad, as, as if my sister was like, oh, yeah, my dad drinks, and then he throws beer bottles at me. You know, like, that kind of... Re- Type of statement. Yeah, where, yeah. where, like, and it wasn't that at all, obviously. But it w- that would have been justified, almost. Like, I'd be right. like... I get kind of why, but even still, I would send, like, the police down to, like, talk to the dad and maybe the mom and maybe another kid and get another opinion instead of removing kids from their parents. Anyhow, so I having experiences, and I will say that to an extent, there are gaps in, like, my handwriting is kind of bad. It's it's actually very bad. Mine is too. And and my my spelling sucks. Um, But, oh, good to know. Okay, cool. yeah. Just, I also think people have lost the ability of handwriting a little bit yeah. because we're texting so much. Well, you the pra- it's something are, you are practice. Gone, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but there are people who it's like they just have, you know. Nice it, cursive. Or right. Nice, yeah. Right. And yeah. I don't, and I don't really care. Like, sure. I, I, if I invested like a week and I did it diligently, I feel like I might be able to surpass where I am. Yes. But I don't really have a desire to do it. So it's kind of like, eh, Okay. Maybe to do later. But anyhow, so I, w- I would say there are a couple things. But reversely, I was fortunate that my parents, despite being, you know, uh, middle class, I some could say upper middle class, but I don't, you know, I would say if you balance it out, we were solidly middle class. Sure. I think middle class is also relative to, like Where, you could say uh, we're in Los Angeles. Well, cost yeah. of living is a lot higher here. Right. So yeah. what might seem like, oh, based off your incomes and the value of your house, you're upper middle class. Like, well, no, no, we're in LA. Everything's really expensive. We're right. more just like general middle class. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So, but to an extent, they afforded me the opportunity to do Boy Scouts. I did ballet for a while. Um, I did other dance classes. Um, 
uh, in sports, like I played soccer a lot. I got to try. The only sport they didn't let me play was football, which was an interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um, I it would, I used to regret it, and then I had a nice chat with him about it, and it's like, oh yeah, no, I probably would have been really good at football, sure. but I also probably would have jacked myself up, <laughs> and you know, just because I can be kind of whatever. Um, so it was a good good call. Um, but yeah, so they afforded me those opportunities, and they did it very like cheaply. Like with ballet, parts of it is really expensive, so my parents would volunteer some of their time to help mitigate some of the cost of sure. me doing that. And then the Boy Scouts, it's like they pushed really hard for me to sell Boy Scout stuff. So pretty much, I don't want to say all, but a majority of the Boy Scout-related stuff that I went on were paid for by what I sold. Right, because you get a, you get the Boy Scout, you get a cut of all your sales. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and it isn't to say all of it. I'm not trying to infer, I pay for everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like a, that was part of the deal. Um, so, yeah, anyways, homeschooling was interesting because it was very much, at least in my universe, it w- was kind of anarchy because both my parents worked. So it's like, oh. cool, study as you will, you know, and we tried charter, which was more like certain doing things. And then there was even a time where we did, I don't, I'm hes- I don't know what exactly what it's called, but it was kind of this weird amalgamation where it wasn't quite a charter, but it was back in the old school day where you're going once or twice a week to one person's house and a bunch of other kids. And oh, I see. You have kind a study. Kind of like a group homeschool type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you, you go and you're supposed to write up stuff and blah, one blah, blah. One of the blah. parents is kind of running it. Right, right, right. right, right. Um, and in a way, I actually love that and it afforded me this wonderful opportunity uh, later. Um, and that was amazing because of the 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 quality of the things that we were reading yeah um and then the discussion afterwards and then the debate right and those are things that i really didn't get much like you get a little bit in public school i suppose but it was well, that it's that class student ratio that's so important well I yeah think, you know for sure and for sure. and like you're saying oh that small group it's it's perfect like 10 10 kids yeah. to one yeah that's probably really ideal that's, that's manageable yeah. yeah exactly when you get beyond that it gets a little harder and you get less personal right and she wasn't especially even a quieter teacher. kids a quieter kid who maybe yeah. has some has thoughtful but they're a little nervous and there's already 10 other more rambunctious kids talking over each other sure that quiet kid's not going to say anything right and then they'll never get their idea challenged mm-hmm. so they'll never have to work their critical thinking skills to defend their idea or you know, see, that's rework. another thing. Let's say, let's go back to this original, uh, that the start of this thread, which is like fault, the money following the kid. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's say you have a 10 to one ratio. Well, let's just say it's a thousand dollars a month and you have a parent and she does maybe a little qualification to like, yes, this is what I'm doing. And reports to someone in the government. I'm not okay with that, but let's just say, okay, <laughs> let's say we met halfway and we did that. Yeah. Right. Well, now she's hypothetically making 10 G's a month and she's expecting results. Right. And all she's got to do is teach these 10 kids. Right. Well, maximize that. I mean, 10 G's a month. She could have two assistants, still live a great life. Sure. And educate these kids to the the way those 10 parents want their kids to be educated. Sure. Yeah. Like if you think about it, now... You have this woman. Now you've let's say well, now you've employed kind of three people. System because I could see like just in my community here, there's probably in City Terrace here, I want to say like at least probably a thousand residents. Mm-hmm. 
probably about a thousand residents in our little community here. Right. So there's probably a ton of people itching so to have that role. Moms. So they could all kind of compete like, and I could try out my kid with mom A down the block there. Mm-hmm. And then the kid's like, ah, that wasn't so. And then, oh, we try out mom B. And then, oh, mom B's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now mom B can even charge a little more if she wants. Or if whatever. everyone wants to get in her slot or whatever. So you now know. you have, let's take that. You have a thousand residents, right? Yeah. Let's say a thousand kids. Well, now you've employed, let's say, 100 people to be teachers, right? right? And they employ an additional two people each. Sure. So now you have 300 people employed educating 1,000 children, right? Right. So that's even better than 10 to 1. Right. That's right. Right. T- uh, 10 to 3. Right. That's, those are great odds for three adults to be able to manage 10 kids. And right. everyone's making decent money, all things considered. And the parent is now, I mean, you're still going to get parents that are just like, oh, whatever, I don't care. But you're also going to get parents who are just like, oh, no, this is great. Now I can be involved or whatever. Yeah. Um, or f- you could figure out any number of systems. But it's just like, why haven't we even tried that? Sure. Like, let's just try, like a small place, like like right. here. Right, Like, right. okay, guys, just try out a system. Let's see but how it works. I also... I think that's great, and I think that communities could like band together, and mm-hmm. I think they can technically do that right now to some extent, other mm-hmm. than the fact that there are some some problems with like accreditation, and if if you want to go to a university and you didn't graduate from an accredited high school, then you might get rejected by it. So there are some like well, but we're having trouble the system or whatever. We're having trouble. I mean, college is a whole other thing, which right. I am not a huge. Um, all four people getting smarter and going to higher education. I just am a little hesitant to carpet, like, blankly state that all college is higher educated. I'm not attacking sure. college graduates. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, right, right, no, I right, mean, right. But I, I, I that is that a problem right that we could solve order, later, though, I, too. I have some, I teach, I, I teach, you know, circus to kids and stuff like that. Sweet. And I definitely have a few moms that we do more daytime lessons mm-hmm. with this group of kids and they're all like kind of doing a similar thing that you describe where like it's like five or ten of them and they're technically homeschooled but it's kind of like these two moms kind of take shifts like yeah doing one mom does it one week the other mom does it the other week right the other mom prepares during the one week so that right. they each have something always and it prepared. gives the moms time to have a break and the, they mm-hmm. can be they don't have to always be on, on which being always on with kids is like it's hard yeah. it's exhausting kids are yeah. exhausting in the best way but right. like it's still whatever yeah right mm-hmm. so and they're and they're pulling it off and doing fine and i think that there's a there is a future i think that we have kind of a chaotic system that exists and you can do those things i think it just takes your kind of energy mm. our energy to um it just takes people's energy to get something going. And I yeah. think the big problem right now, and for most people in most communities, is that everyone's so downtrodden and mm-hmm. struggling to try to keep up yeah. with their paycheck and bills and blah, right. that they have no creative energy left. And, I or, think- and they're just distracted all the time and they'd rather just relax on the couch and watch this TV show or whatever. Right. And then now people are not putting as much effort into enriching themselves and their community and or yeah. think that they can't or that they think that there's some barrier of why they can't do this when 
Right. Even I though they like could they easily could. find out. Like, the right. internet is a thing. Most people have access to it. Like, you could find these things out. Right. But you could also go and see your latest Twitter thing or what's on Instagram right. or right. TikTok or what have you. But And I think your point is that, well, with all the funding that's being spent mm-hmm. on this, you know, because let's be real, a lot of the education is a lot of it's been on, like, administrative bloat. And not spend yeah. actual teachers yeah, and, and their resources to teach, right? And that's a that's a big um, so it's really we're just talking about allocation of funds here, and you, and we're saying we can cut. You know, I think the one thing that we think we agree on that the government is good at is that it can wasting money. Well, oh, sorry. It, well, it can, it, can, <laughs> it can cut it. It can. It's really good at giving money. Sure. Yeah. Dire- directly, like we saw by the stimulus thing. They're yeah. like, how hard was it for? You know, within a day, something I, I forget what it was. The law got passed, and it was like three days later, money showed up in my bank account. It was yeah. that fast. And for yeah. some people, maybe there was a delay because sure. they, they hadn't done their mail, taxes they don't have or a something account, or whatever. whatever. Bullshit, yeah. But but if you've done your taxes mm-hmm. and you did it and you paid e, you know, paid through yeah. your bank account, that money showed up real quick. Yep. And there's very little administration required other than some like one dude be like, cool, where are all the accounts? Right. Cool. Income is below this threshold. Yeah. Computer program, boom, and it just goes. There was right. one yeah. dude that clicked the enter button and Scary, it went. But you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, that there was a, a a lot of reasons for where maybe we could cut out a lot of these these kind of like these old institutional systems that maybe were for education system for lots of of our government mm-hmm. that were you know created pre-internet and those workflows have not been made more efficient through software where you could yeah. eliminate a lot of employees. Now, those are pe- real people with real jobs, with real government pensions. There's a reason they picked that job. They, they picked it for job security, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, I work in the in, for the county, yeah. and I see my other engineer friends who graduated from college go on mm-hmm. to work in the private sector, mm-hmm. and I do feel like their work is more fulfilling than my work, and I can get jealous by that. They're also getting paid more than me in the private mm-hmm. sector, but they're also working more hours. They're expected to work like 60, 70 hours. Mine's right. just 40 it's, hours. It's a lot high, It's a lot more competitive, no offense. Yes. And they also can be fired pretty much at a moment's notice Correct. for a bad week. So they're producing mm-hmm. more in order to hedge their yeah, the well, security they, of their job. Precisely, whereas with you, and you have basically a lot more security and stability Correct harder me if I'm wrong. Harder to fire me. Harder right. to fire Very you. Hard to fire Ar- me. I would actually argue it's also harder to get hired. Yes. In a weird way because, because there's no in and out happening. Right. Yeah, you yeah. have and I think I actually might have met a coworker of yours. Okay. A married guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, was he up in Palmdale today? I don't or, know. Or Little Rock. Okay. Well, we can but talk about there's that a, later. There's a Palmdale office we have up there. Yeah, so, I yeah. think there was a guy because are you like one of the only two guys in your little sphere that are young and everyone else is kind of old? Will retire in like five years? <laughs> no, 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 it, oh, no. Is that there's, a different there's, thing? There's, a, there's a lot of young people now, but oh, there was okay. a long hiring freeze, and it wasn't until 2013 that they started slowly rehiring. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was a 2014 wave. But yeah, he yeah. he was talking about how in his thing. Uh, he, him and another guy, the only young people there and everyone else is like the old older and they got like maybe five years and then I'm like, well, I'm going to take my 250 K oh, yeah. retirement a year now or whatever it is. Yes. That's another, yeah. So, but you're exactly right. Government's very good at spending money. Um, and I could go on forever about that particular issue. But if we take a problem that I think everyone can agree on, which is like, educating children and we're like okay cool what do we want what do we actually want 
We want smarter children. We want our children to be more educated because it benefits everyone. Right. That's like a justification for why is everyone paying for it? Because you as an individual, you want the person across from you to be smarter. Right. Because it will make you smarter, the community smarter, the the uh, it also um, the increases your America. chances for more Elon Musks to appear. Exactly. So you know, ev- everyone benefits. Everything benefits. So yeah. it's it's one of those few things that I think like no like that in roads. I'm like no, we should all be contributing to it. I would prefer if it was optional, honestly, but I also understand it being mandatory. But here's the thing: then we should be figuring out the best solution for schools. Right. And no offense to the government, but all of the offense intended really is they're not very good at that. So it kind of needs to be removed a little bit and like uh, I'm hesitant to uh, again middle ground like let's not take it away from them but it's like look we're gonna kind of make it a little bit more the people have control over this and less you and that's a good solution I think which is like nah let's make it so the money follows the student because it is for the students it's not for the taxpayers and any of this other stuff it's supposed to be to educate the child Right. And then you can let the parents and the schools sort it out and have a little bit of oversight, little bit less is best. Right. Um, that that would be my. I, I'm proposal. a hu- I'm a huge fan of that. I mean, again, I I'm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you'll uh, agree with. I, I I'm a huge fan of the idea of funds being allocated in a in an efficient way mm-hmm. and with as much freedom as possible okay. for the populace to choose how to see where it would be be needed best. Because again, I think there could be an argument by let's say a, a conservative person who doesn't have kids. Mm-hmm. So why he feels like, oh, because I don't have a kid. Why should I be I'm missing out thing? on a thousand bucks that this other family is getting because they have a kid. Why am I not getting a thousand bucks? Sure. So I could see them being uh, 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 upset about them not getting their share or something like that. Which is why I'm more supportive of just a general $1,000 UBI, and then uh. anyone choose. And then if you got a kid, right? But again, I think you. The question is, where does the funding come from for UBI? Mm-hmm. And right, because if you just print money for a UBI, well, that's not great because no. now you're just creating inflation and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you're having a balanced budget, where essentially which it's essentially just a, ta- a bigger tax return, right? That's what UBI is. It just means you're being taxed less. Is no, really what it hold is. on, hold on. A bigger tax return means the government borrowed your money. A tax return. I, means I know the government it's borrowed money. Borrowed yeah. money for a year, and yeah. And but, then you missed but, out on the purchasing power of that borrowed money. Or maybe you invested it. Right. Like, but you what's, out on the what's to say that I couldn't invest? Right. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I totally. Not, it seems not enough people know that, by the way. Right. I shit you not. At work, I have some. I don't know why this guy got six G's back, but whatever. And he's like, oh, my God, yeah, I get this all the time because he's got, like, four kids and a wife or whatever. But I ask him what he's going to do. For starters, he's excited. He's like, yay, money back. And I'm like, I get money. But I'm also asking him, like, you realize that that's your money. You overpaid. You overpaid, yeah. And he's like, eh. And I'm like, okay, fuck. And then I ask him what is he going to spend the money on. He's like, oh, I'm just going to throw away all my kids' clothes and buy them all new clothes. Sure. And then I might have some money left over. And I'm just like. I mean, good, fine, dude, it's your money, fine, yes. but just like, yes. God, dude, get a, I don't, okay. Well, there's a lot of people that are not great with how they spend their money. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, 
They figure it out eventually. Or they or don't. Or they don't. I mean, uh, my, da- my dad's buying his first house. Good for him. That's awesome. He's 67. Okay. And uh, he's never, uh, or he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. But they're it's on trying to pull it off. And, um, you know, he's, he's, and even to this day, he's funny because he's just like, and I actually understand his concern because now he's like, well, maybe it's a bad idea. I'm getting this 30 year mortgage and I'm, I'm going to die soon. You yeah. know, like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay gonna this happen. off, you know? Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's a bit of a misnomer. You're not going to pay it You're off. You're not going like, to pay it off. I'll have right. it. I'll figure out what to do with it. It'll probably go up in value and right. then I'll sell it or whatever. Right. right. But he was a little no, but it's, nervous. That about, is really adorable. And, I by thought the it way. was, I was like, dad, I also said, dad, look, the great thing is as you get older, there's not going to be some landlord that's going to try to increase the rent on you because that's locked in. Yeah. That is your rent now, and yeah. it can't change for 30 years. Yeah. So if you make it to 100, yeah. you're still going to be paying the same amount. Right. You know. So I, I had yeah. to really coax him into it because he was he was starting to get like cold feet, you yeah, know, yeah. about it because he never he just wasn't about owning house holy way. Sure. Kind of this yeah. hippie dude and just. Yeah was wild and now he, he's, frivolous. What I recall of him, he was a very free-spirited individual in the best way. And oh, I yeah. think hippie hit, hits him correctly in a good way. Not the, like, cartoony Hollywood hippie, but, like, the legit down-to-earth. He's just real. a wild man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was a wild man. And, uh, you know, he wasn't great with money. He didn't he didn't know. He just you know, sure. got it, and then you had a good time with it. Yeah. And that's that's great, you know? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really didn't learn any money values from him, but I certainly learned how to have fun and be adventurous. And right. he's very youthful. You know, right. he's, he's 67. And he doesn't look it at all. Right. You know, right. I think that that youthful energy has helped keep his, you know, relatively healthy. He doesn't eat great. Sure. But but, but it's fine. Ebbs and flows, man. Yeah. We're not all perfect. <laughs> so yeah. But I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, oh, shoot. What were we talking about before? Spending money, dad. Well, the inefficiency um, of UBI, right? Yeah. Is, is that it's kind of like this weird backwards thing where you could just be like, well, why don't you just get taxed less, and then you get to keep the money, you know? Right. Well, it also the uh, I mean. But UBI is a little bit of a redistribution, is the idea, to help. I would say it's a reallocation. Or, sure, reallocation. Because a lot of the people who are getting it, uh, they didn't put in a thousand dollars. Sure. I mean, not all, but a lot of people who you know are getting or that thousand. If it's thousand a month, it's twelve thousand, right? So you're saying right, they didn't right. necessarily they did put not in pay twelve thousand in taxes. taxes, right? And that's what I mean by redistribution. It's a redistribution that oh, the, okay. the higher, richer people that put oh, in okay. more, yeah, they they'll still get their UBI back to to remind them to as a you get it too. It's fair. Everyone gets it. Sure. But for sure, they've contributed way more to the pot than this right. person did. Mm-hmm. This person may have contributed very little, or maybe yeah. even nothing, depending mm-hmm. on what you set the tax bracket of. Right. But they and they're getting that back. So that's the redistribution where. And, yeah. And I I know that you probably don't agree with that. I just think I think that can be the you know how you say minimize minimize the government intervention in the free market, right? Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is like maybe minimize it instead of instead of dampering it with regulations and stuff damper it because the because to me the biggest problem when capitalism gets out of a control is the problem where this person is just so it says it's impossible to fathom 
the amount of wealth that like Jeff Bezos has, right? Because sure. when it gets to that number, you just hear this word like billion or trillion. He also realized that but you that's can't, not you, you can't what he has in his it. bank account, right? No, he hasn't sold all of his stock, right? right. He, has to, he has to realize all that money if he yeah, actually wanted it, to have it. It's predicated on him doing a specific thing. So it's like he right. has some value, well, it, a lot. He, ha- he has it to the extent of that he owns a bunch of stock in Amazon. Yeah. The stock is in his account, just like I have my trading account. Right. And I have these stocks. If I sell the stocks and withdraw the money, now I have the money and I can spend it. Sure. So for sure, when it said Jeff Bezos was, you know, 60, I don't even know what it is, billion. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, um, most of it is just because he owns a large share of Amazon. And Amazon stock is worth very high, mm-hmm. which is why when Tesla bumped up in value in its stock price, Elon then became richer than right. Jeff Bezos. Not because Elon had more cash in his account. Right, he doesn't. Right, right. He actually keeps very little cash in his account. I right. mean, relative cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, no, for sure. It's not like it's, and I think I agree with you. Some people don't realize that. No, for sure. And they just I also think it's there. misleading when like uh, they say like, um, oh, uh, oh, Jeff Bezos paid no. Um, or I think they, actually they say Amazon paid no federal oh, taxes. Oh, that, that I just heard that actually Biden said it in his thing where he was talking about all these companies not playing. Uh, they call them corporate taxes. Oh, you call them corporate. And yeah. I think it's better to categorize it because. Yeah. Every single employee of Amazon pays. They're income paying income tax. taxes, and, and and it's matched Amazon by the, pays, the corporate. They have to. That's they tax. pay taxes per employee per hour. Payroll taxes. Payroll yes. taxes. So they are paying taxes. Plus a bunch employee. of other shit that they also have to pay for. Plus you know wherever they are, their buildings, they're right. paying property taxes property tax. on those. There's plenty of taxes that the companies are paying. They right. Just the tax code is written in such a way. If you are smart and educated. Right. It, that's why they were put there because basically if you're smart you get to enjoy a free market if you're not smart you get oppressed by the tax code the problem with that is it becomes right? really but then it's easy unbalanced. it's very easy to take advantage of it if you have lots of wealth right yes. like apple has done a stellar job of circling their flow of money in um ireland sure but they actually have a problem because they kind of want they their capital back. back yes but if they do that because of what they did It'll now they're tax event. and i am yeah. not shedding a tear for apple on their problem i don't <laughs> actually care but yeah you could look at bezo and it's like well he's renowned for oh we made a profit this year spend it on blank like so don't like reinvest it so we sure. didn't make a profit and i think that's you know I'm not saying that's what Trump did those years that his tax returns came in, but people are like, oh, Trump only spent $600, and I'm like... Well, he was real estate. Any person who does real estate uh, doesn't pay taxes. The, real, right. the tax code is very rewarding to real estate. don't know that. They don't know that, and right. so they're just like, so then it looks well, bad. I spent right. more, or blah, 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 and it's just like, yeah, but also realize that Trump employs tens of thousands of people. Sure. Bezos employs almost, I don't know if it's 100,000, but like 50,000 people. Like... Yeah, and if we look at Bezos, like what is he given to the world? Love it or hate it, Amazon is a gift to the world. What sure. it has done, right. you know, uh, and Google similarly, like it has helped so much. So there is inherent intrinsic value in that. Right. But I don't know if UBI will here, here. Here I will meet you halfway on it and simply say I'm down to try it. And I think San Fran is going to try it, although. Albeit they're going to well, try it. Well, a different it county, North Carolina. that they did, they did. Right, that's right. I heard about that. No, I, I'm not trying to be a dick, but yeah. a little bit tongue in cheek. It is right, kind right, of like, right. Oh, Where okay. it's, it's excluding, I think they're, they're target. They're it's predominantly only ethnic to people. Poor people 
but only minority poor people. So basically right. excluding excluding poor white people. Right, right. Which is unfortunate. And it's racist. It's, Come it's on. Racist. If you call right. by it to the right. gals, it, right. I'm not right. saying, but right. yeah. I get it, yeah, yeah. but it's also kind of like, okay, yeah. whatever. Weird. But uh, um, We'll see if it works. It probably There was won't. a different county in Northern California that was a more rural county, mm-hmm. a poor rural county, and they did a, a, a UBI of like, I think it was like 600 a month or mm-hmm. something. And um, the results were overwhelmingly positive. And hmm. they and I think they had... Um, like did their community I think they had a control and... group where like... So half the community didn't get it. Right. So they had a certain time period of like, oh, they did like a year. mean. Okay, go ahead. I'm not, I can't remember. No, I get what you're saying. But if that was true, like how fucking mean would that be? If like if your you neighbor's picks, getting yeah, like, sure. oh man, that would just well, but more so would just, much The result of the, stu- the study was just that a, a far majority of the people yeah. used it on things they needed like a car repair sure, or whatever sure. you know they didn't right. use it on drugs or anything like some people okay. would say oh well poor people they're just gonna spend on drugs or whatever right okay uh so it was, that was good and that um the the serve there was an overwhelming just less stress and a little more happiness as a result because okay. uh, there was actually accounts of people um being able to um well, it, money can potentially free up free time. So the question is, what do you do in that free time now? Sure. And so for some of the people who are maybe working uh, two jobs with two, you know, yeah, two jobs. Yeah, they might just do one they, job. They might do one job or like one and a half jobs. Do take right. a few less shifts at right, the right. bar or the yeah, bartender yeah. or whatever. And then overwhelmingly, the the, what the people that did that, yeah. what they spent in that free time was not – they was the accounts of either like volunteering right. for like things or being involved in a community thing or hmm. a lot a lot of it was just doing stuff with their children right like spending time with their children going to the park which and is, doing this, which which is, is very important and, and valuable stuff it's just yeah. the the problem is that the market doesn't value that right and the market also doesn't value children's education because that's a future thing and markets only current profit current oriented yeah market right. only markets are great at meeting current demands right markets are not great at meeting future demands because they don't exist yet it'll just adapt very quickly when those future demands arrive yes right? but i would also argue that when you get people who think ahead like bezos invested very right. heavily they pivot and they and they get ready for it and, i see what you're and saying like he created the market that he that got Predicted. to enjoy sure Right, I, I don't right, even right. know, but yeah, and, they, and that's, that's just true. a perspective on it. Like, uh, if um, you're Elon smart, Musk, you can take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah, push the envelope. I remember going to the first uh, Tesla showroom, not even showroom, but like when it was in like Beverly Hills, sure. and it was like such a, it would just look like a lame kind of sporty but kind of older car right. with a bunch of batteries around it, and you're like whatever. And then it has gone from that, and fast forward, was it five to ten years? Now it's the bee's knees. It's 700 and some odd a stock, which is hot, like extremely high for standard stuff. Car companies, like, right? What the fuck? Like yes. he did that and that. That's amazing. And he basically forced the entire industry, who was which was barely getting on board with hybrid, to going full electric. Right. To have to adapt. Right. So everyone's like, well, fuck. That's what we're doing. Which has right. made everything else pivot and change to that. So, yes, you are correct. The, the market doesn't think in futures, but in a weird way, 
uh, art and other things. Great entrepreneurs do. Right, yeah, or they yeah. postulate what they're trying to accomplish. Right, 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 right. And then they start leaning towards that and, and making the industry follow them. Sure. Um, but yeah, in other things, like there is a, a very important point of like roads and education, for instance, where it's like, yeah, perhaps those are things that I don't want private industry. Like one could make an argument, and I'm not going to, but one could make an argument that private industry should take over education and, and roads. However, and, and let's say police and firemen, right? However, I think it's better if the community has the vested interest in that being up to snuff. And corporations can contribute because they do benefit, right? and maybe they should just for the roads and education, but it should be a societal thing, that we want this. This is our job, our responsibility. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want corporations to take even more responsibility from the parents to educate the kids. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 you know, right, right. I'm driving on the road. I want my Amazon driver to be able to drive on the road. I don't want potholes on the road. I want things to be kind of nice. Right, right. So, right. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think UBS cool. I would love to see it in like a larger. Oh, Stockton, Stockton, California. What I remember now was the oh, okay. small community that implemented it. Nice. Yeah, and like you said, the problem is yeah, there's so many ways that it can be implemented too. Yeah. And, you know, and even like I, I was very excited for Andrew Yang and Andrew Yang was kind of my Democratic candidate that I really yeah. was hoping. But obviously he, he was a he, nobody. He was There's super no weird, though. I'm like, I, <laughs> I, I, I no, I like the idea, but like it, there's a couple things that he did that was just like, mm, okay. I don't know. And I could show them to you later. Sure. But it was just I'm not saying weird in a bad way. It's just yeah. like he, he questionable behavior right. or something. Well, or questionable no statements. Yeah. And it was also weird. Like there was a couple times where it's like. Dude, what did you? Why are you doing that? That like, are you not? You don't realize? Like, are you a lizard person? Like, yeah. I, not not that bad, but it was just, just like uh, like a bizarre thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, which is saying something because Trump was super duper weird. So there's that too. But uh, uh, yeah, no, I I did like the idea, and I'm down to try it. But as with anything, like especially something like that, it's like let's do a pilot program. Let's right. test it six ways from Sunday in different groups in different environments. Right. See, find out what works right and find out also where's the money coming from and what right. does that affect like that's where he got a lot know. of heat and hate from uh, the the democratic side was because he always tried to tiptoe around it but ultimately yeah. his idea was that basically taxes increase. well no no to essentially eliminate eliminate any other type of money giving system that we Ooh. currently have see that's okay. what he wanted i could so get wanted, behind he that wanted just ubi yeah and that's all he wanted. Yeah, I could get and behind that. he wanted that. to get that's rid of all trade. the bloat of social services and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But he couldn't say it no. because he would have got destroyed. But he should so have said it and then he should have just... Hap- this was his compromise. He, he his compromise was that you get a thousand... You, let's, say, let's say you're currently getting $600 in benefit right. in, in disability or something. Yeah. You'll get another 400 and that'll be your thousand. Yeah. Now, let's say you're currently getting $2,000 a month in disability... You're not going to get any of the thousand dollar UBI. Right. But we won't touch what the, you're getting what you're right now. Getting. But then the idea is because I think whenever you try to implement change, you know, See, a man that, and that person makes chaos. Not bad idea right but there. his thing was just basically replace it with this new thing. Yeah. Whoever's existingly enjoying it, right. they can. It'd be a big shock to a sixteen-year-old, per, six, you know, a retired person who's getting disability right. to like reduce it on them. So. 
okay, you can live out your years getting the current system, right. but we're going to, moving forward, it's this system. Sure. And this system will replace it and be way more efficient because now yeah. we don't need a counselor to go check to make sure, you know, with a lot of the current social services, there's all these weird contingencies or oh, food yeah. stamps where it's you can all, only use so it much glut. for this yeah. or what. And, and there's a lot of way too much. Yeah, it is, it's just basically glut. And, yeah. it's, and also so much control where what can you spend it on and this. And it's just like, right. you know, uh, uh, get rid of all that. Yeah. And just, this is the check. Here yeah. you go. That's it. You I don't care. Do what you want with it. And I would be you know, down to try that. Like right. I wasn't aware of that. I thought it was just a thousand. He just couldn't thing. say it that much yeah. because the le- the left really ripped him apart. Wait, yeah. why are you saying you're gonna get leave all those people? You know, like and he would have to be like, but see, well, no, it, this is gonna be better because now, because he was like, he would try to argue. Well, now yeah. you don't you don't get food stamps where you can only go to the grocery store. What if you have a car repair? Yeah. Now you don't. Now you can take that money and go spend it on the car. So he would try to make an argument for how it's, yeah. it's better. It's an upgrade. But having a nuanced argument with someone who's like let's just say a super leftist is very difficult, sure. arguably impossible because yeah, they just don't want to do that and it's fine, but it's also kind of frustrating. So yes. whatever. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, I, I personally, I, I tell, I, again, I told Anna this, that I, I, I have this like vision that podcasts and everything is kind of, the future of what you described of like back in the olden days, people get in the bar and they talk mm-hmm. about their idea. Yeah. Right? Podcasts certainly. are like this land of where ideas are getting hashed out in uh-huh. long form. Yep. And I, I and it's genu- a lot more contagious because even with the yeah. whole analogy I gave you, small community, it's still going to take a while till the mayor's wife hears it and she right. tells the husband. Right. Whereas in a podcast, I don't know how many people listen, but you know, let's say we have a thousand people, but then those thousand people talk about some of the ideas and blah, blah, blah. It could be a lot more infectious. Right. Right. Yeah. I definitely, I'm very hopeful that I, I feel like traditional media is a little bit on its last dying gasp. New legacy media. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's panicking. So it's getting more divisive and more just, sensational and more, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's clawing on. It's just, it's, it's doing its last gasp and it hasn't pivoted. Is a problem. It's insisted on being its way. Yeah. And so, well, it, it's just the same with the car companies and Elon. Pivot. You know, it can't pivot. I mean, they could pivot and do more long form, not have right. an agenda, right? Well, they did. What was Larry? Larry King. He was long form, and okay. he was very well respected. He's passed away now. Okay. Um, but he. So but you're was not it, wrong. Was he radio? Was he TV? Uh, he was CNN TV. Oh, he was TV. Yeah. And then you have and Rush, he would bring in Rush, all sorts of guests, and all like, sorts, and just all go. ranges, and like he was the guy well, with the, the suspenders. Well, then he did well, right? Or no, it didn't oh, do well. Uh, no, he fucking killed it. Okay. Um, CNN, I think when they eventually, when he eventually left, that was when CNN really went the way of the dodo bird. Okay, so they just messed opinion. up. They messed up. Then. Well, he's also an older guy, and yada yada yada. But sure. like, I'm, I, I only say it as in like it has been done, and it's, it there are tried. a few, and like Howard Stern. Right. Long term, right. long tour. Rush Limbaugh, I think maybe a little bit, but not, I don't know so much. But yeah, yeah he, he was this, relatively long form, I think too. On the he, radio he side, he talked long form. I don't know if he oh, had guests. I yeah, don't know yeah, if yeah. he had tons of guests. So, but yeah, I, I agree. Like that is part of it. But the other thing is like they, if you put an average video on like Fox or at CNN, right? Like an average, let's say reporting, reporting, right? Yeah versus someone 
there's so many people on YouTube with like one tenth the cost, right? Right. With 100x the views. Sure. And I'm not even talking, and let's say same thing, news based, right? Tim Pool versus a CNN about the same thing, right? Right, right, right. Tim Pool will have so exponentially more views and listens versus CNN, and he's like around a table with three people just sure. talking about it. Right. Or he's just there with his beanie on and just talking, talking about computer. it right, with right. A, with one or two like you know things to see on the screen. But otherwise, it's him. Whereas CNN has all these beautiful graphics and uh, makeup department and hair department did the hair of this lady and da 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 and this and arguably Temple has way more information. It's less bias and it's so much cheaper and it's it's humanable and they just won't do it because. Right. They can't meet them. They can't even. Anyways, so right, I, right. I'm not I see, in I disagreement you're saying. You're saying with they what you're can't saying. pivot because it's just there's no way they can compete because of the cost, basically, right? Yeah, there's I mean, just, they're no so way. they're in for a pe- uh, what is it? In for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Have you heard right. that term? Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like I can't see them pivoting. Like the movie industry, accidentally, uh, you know, because of COVID, has pivoted into this. Uh, news streaming or uh, uh, like Netflix, the streaming service. Sure. Right. So like, like Paramount. Like releasing on the on the service, but you pay a fee or whatever. Right. Like Paramount has their thing, and then you have Netflix and Amazon, and then Warner Brothers also has their thing, which is HBO Max. So mm. pretty and Disney has their thing. Right. So pretty much all the big dogs, three, four, five years ago, when Netflix really started hitting it, they were like, uh, okay, we'll put all our stuff on Netflix. And then they're like, wait, wait a second. And it took a while, and Amazon kind of came in and was annoying, Hulu and whatever. But now they're slowly pivoting because Netflix basically ate their lunch. Right. Like they they tried to like cut kill Netflix and take all their shit off. And I remember that year. It was like a weird. It was like a lame year right. on Netflix. I'm generalizing. I'm kind of joking. But then Netflix had to start making its own stuff. Well, right. yeah. It, like if I give you. Uh, two billion dollars and I'm like make films <laughs> make something to entertain me I'm you know to yeah, I don't know how much a month but let's say it was like 200 million a month to Netflix is what they were getting it's like Netflix your only job is to entertain me as the viewer at home and they're like fuck okay uh <laughs> just make shit just make stuff go and they did and it was like some fucking stellar shit that I don't even enjoy all of them but like House of well, Cards, Orange is the New Black, and yeah. So and something's gonna be a home run. And that's okay. Yeah. That that's the whole. That has always been the whole industry. But what's amazing to me is, sorry, it's rather exciting to me. But what's amazing to me is it's it's getting even closer to how it should be, which mm. is, it's the right statistic. The statistic for for v- movies is number of people who watched it. Okay, that's a. You can get into more nuanced like. Number of people emotionally reacted. Uh, cried or, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that's a little bit more nuanced than whatever. But if, if your your main thing is how many people saw this product, right? Or even how many times was it seen? Fine. Well, they can easily figure that number out. So if they make a blah thing, let's say uh, Bright with Will Smith and uh, Joel Edgerton. Right. right. Really fun. Silly off points. It wasn't the best. But I really enjoyed it. It was entertaining. It yes. was entertaining as yes. hell. Yeah, that was great And it's one. like... Okay, would I have paid $15 to watch it? Probably in theaters, right. but maybe not. But maybe. But I've seen it three times. I don't know if I would have spent $45 to watch it. Sure. Um, 
But Netflix, let's say, it was one of their highest viewed things of all time. So if they're looking at that and like, we spent $40 million and we got all of these views and the game is views. So let's figure out how to make more stuff like this, but different, right? Right. And that's the game. It's like, how do we find it? And that's such a wonderful life game because you're just being pure. You're just trying to find out, like if you were a hunter and you're like, what animal can I hunt Mm. that requires the least amount of energy and time, but I get the highest return on. Right. Right? And so now it's a game. Now, do you always get that animal? No, you can't always find it. Sometimes you have to get a different animal. Sometimes it's a rabbit. Sometimes nothing at all. But it is a game, and it's so in line with sheer survival and and uh, just kind of create and the, the, how life goes where it's right. uh, struggle, achieve, struggle, achieve, struggle, achieve, or whatever. Um, start, change, stop. And it's beautiful, right? And so I love seeing when things hit that wavelength of how life is and should, because that's kind of how life is and should. We, as we were talking about earlier, it's sometimes a society, we get to this point where we're just like, what's the point? Like, we're not even going to the moon. Why am I here? What is the point of my existence? And it's so humdrum. And it's just like, you don't always have to wake up in the morning and, you know, to quote your sign right there, wake up, kick ass, and repeat. But you should be like, look, I want to do this with my life. And I challenge everybody listens to this, like, figure out something that you want to do that is going to be hard as fuck to do it, okay? And it doesn't have to be impossible. It really actually needs to be possible, but hard. And then have that as your thing, and then ideally set up mini goals, and just every day at least think about it. And the more, and then you'll get to a point where you're thinking about it twice or three times a day. And eventually you'll get to a point where you're like, you just have this urge. Like I had this urge the other day, sorry to pivot so many times, but like I listened to it and it was just like, oh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, okay, the short story is he got a job as an ice cream scooper because there was a girl, right? Mm -hmm. And he's super wealthy now. And then the manager's like, oh, I need you to scrape the gum off the floor. Because when people taste ice cream, they put the gum on the floor. Okay. In my opinion, I'm like, just put a trash can there. But anyways, um, and he's like, oh, I was hired as an ice cream scooper. I'm not going to do that. And she's like, okay, you're fired. And he's like, what the fuck? You know? And it was interesting because for him, he realized at that point that it's just like, I don't really want to be an employee. And it was so weird and such a simple, like, yeah. and so now. It was Kevin O'Leary, wasn't it? Uh, he's one of the Shark Tank guys? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's that's his story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. When, when he realized he wanted he wanted to be the boss. Yeah. Right. And so I think about that when I go to work and my boss is asking me to do something and I don't like give him shit for it, but it's just kind of like, you know, I don't really like this. Like, I don't like how he yells and I, you know, I need to, I need to take control. Sure. You know, and that's my own thing. But whatever, it's just... And I have already my own goals and my own purposes, and I need to look at it more, move towards it more, whatever. So I think if nothing else, we as humans need to, you know, do take care of ourselves, take care of our family, take care of our groups, uh, and expand, but also remember, like it is, it's an ebb and flow circle right. that includes everyone, but it needs to go back to you and like because it's your life. Back. Totally, yeah. yeah, it is, and they are all interconnected, but they are also individual, like. You are not, if you're in a band, you are not your band. And your band is not you. Like, you're not inviting your band to bed with you and your girlfriend. Like, the fuck? That would be weird. Um, just a bad analogy, but you get my point. Like, sure. 
you're also not inviting five billion people into your seven billion people into your home uh, whenever you turn on Netflix. But uh, <laughs> such a weird. Sorry, I just got a visual of, of yeah. <laughs> but reversely, it's like you're all part of the same thing. So find something that you really want to do that kind of, and just push for that. And I think that life will just be a little bit better because you can wake up, kick ass, and repeat. Right. Because right. there's something, you know. Yeah. And and that was leading into what you were talking about earlier. It's like oh, there's a lot of people that are just like, uh. Yeah. So that was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was some good energy. I yeah. love hearing that, man. I, I Thank felt you it. For I that. felt it. Thank you for your sign, dude. Thank you. I, I, you know, I need to, I need to read my sign more often. You know? <laughs> I definitely think sometimes it's life can be tough. You know, like you can get in, a, you can get stuck in the routine. Yeah, totally. And of like, well, this is what I do. And do good and yeah. always improving. But um, it's good to hear that energy. To hear like the, to not. Don't be satisfied. Like, itch no. to want more. You yeah, know? you. Uh, or or be I, more and have more and everything. Yeah. And I would I would say that that is uh, is one of the saddest things when you see someone who accomplished like the top of whatever it is that they were trying to accomplish. Right. Whether it's an Olympic gold medal or an Academy Award or a main thing in a in a movie or you know they sold their uh their their company for two hundred million dollars whatever it might be. And then it's like, well, now what do I do? And it's like, then you just get a bigger goal. Like, right. you obviously set a great goal and you kicked its butt. You have to go for something else. Uh, and it can be in a totally different sphere. Like, you can decide at 50 that you're going to be a professional guitarist because you want to do this thing. Fine. Not a hobby. I'm saying, like, professional guitar. You know, cool. Like, but then good. And make it, you know, and because then it's something to do. Like, if you don't have something to do, then what's the point? And I will say that is one of the beauties, and I'm a little sad that I don't have kids, and I'm sad that so many people are not having kids, Sure. Um, of having children. Because in those moments of lull, right, I would say, if you're paying attention, you'll find that every day your kids push you. Yeah. Because they are growing, and so they will challenge you and I, I'm sure you have some experience with this as a teacher. Um, you know, the saying goes is, is if you can't do, you teach, right? Sure. Uh, whether I might, you know, and I think there is some validity to that, but I also would challenge and say, but the best way to learn, the next level of learning is to teach. Sure, yeah. And so, and it, it can be on a small level or it could be on a big level, but if you're doing teaching right, you're challenging your knowledge by you need to re-explain it, reassess, recategorize, and put it in a way, and they you're pushing the, your students and they're pushing you, and that's a daily for 18, 20, 50 years with children, like you're challenging them to improve their life and you're trying to make them an amalgamation of you and your spouse and, and, and do better, be better than me. Like I think I did well, be better, be 10x better, right? And then reversely, they're like, well, mom and dad, you need to be better too. And there's nothing quite like that. And that, I just get sad when I, especially when I see like really handsome couples, really pretty couples, whatever the term, uh, really uh, beautiful, whatever. Anyways, yeah. and it's just like, guys, why are you not having babies? And, <laughs> you know, I also understand like, oh yeah, well, you need to be married, all that. It's fine. 
But like, it's also like, dude, just do it. Like, right. you're never gonna have enough money. It's never, things are never gonna work out. You know, you may never go to Guam and go and do that cool trip that you wanna do. However, I think Ben Shapiro says it best. Simply put, it's like, without kids, your life is a scale of happiness, one to 10, right? Mm-hmm. You know, highest highs are 10, lowest lows are one. Okay, cool. With kids, it's, you know, highest highs are 100 plus. Sure. And lowest lows are 100 minus. Sure. And it's like, well, why would I want that? It's like, but 100 plus. And it's not, it's more it's, often it's, uh, yeah. in the way plus, like right. over 10. It's way more often in the way 10 versus, you know, lower than that. So, right. yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. You get less sleep, all this jazz, expensive, blah, 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 blah. But like, oh my God, how fucking cool is it? Anyhow. Sorry. Yeah. I, get, I love kids. Dude. And movies I, and stuff. So. Well, then you should have one. <laughs> I know, right? My girlfriend, yeah. I'm supposed to put a ring on it. So that's that's the goal. So okay. I need to, yeah. Okay. Which is like, I, I respect that. It is frustrating, but it's also like, no, that's the right way to do it. And like, okay, cool. We can yeah, do it. Yeah, because you need, you need a team. You need a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you need a business partner because you're going yeah. into a business of raising a kid. Yeah. You know? Totally. Totally. And uh, that's where... Uh, yeah, I, I've always wanted to be a dad and a mm-hmm. kid, and my motivations are strongly that, which yeah. is I, I definitely believe that there's something about when you have a kid, they're like, they kick you in the ass Oh yeah. and make you work even harder, and I just thought that was so appealing, mm-hmm. because like even taking, like we're in my gym right now, right. working out alone yeah. is hard. Yeah. It's a lot harder than when I, I've worked out with work, work out, I've worked out with, um, well, first of all, I've just gone to the gym with groups of people, and there's an right. energy in that. Yeah. Uh, I've also had a workout partner where right. we're like we're pushing each other, and that was awesome. But in some cases, we both were pretty hardcore, where we were pushing ourselves probably too much. Right. And we both kind of got injured, or we were not injured, but we were deteriorating. Right. And like it was elbow little, clicking yeah. and things, and like because and it was like whoa. And we, then we took a break from each other because we needed to heal. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little too but, much good. But. Uh, and then there's also something about like groups and like team energy, whether it's like a, a dance group pushing to do the performance. And if I was by myself, I would have stopped dancing two minutes ago because mm-hmm. my heart's pounding. Yeah. But no, we got to finish this dance or whatever, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. So you keep going. Um, and I love that energy, and I love being pushed. Right. And definitely like definitely strong influences. Like I did gymnastics as a kid, or like mm-hmm. Boy Scouts, all these things yeah, where yeah. you have people pushing you. Yeah. Beyond your comfort zone, you're trying mm-hmm. to find. Oh. That's not the boundary. There's a boundary further. Yeah. Oh, I just broke through that. There's another. Oh, mm-hmm. where do I break? Yeah. Let's find where that is and then like push over it. Or yeah. And then, oops, okay, go back a couple steps. Right. You know, and um, that's why I've always wanted to have kids was to, because I feel like I felt, I've, I've, I think a lot of people feel this. When you become an adult, you start, you feel more alone. Mm-hmm. You feel more on your own. Mm-hmm. You've you leave you left the coop. You left your parents' house. Right. Your friends are also. You're not in school anymore. You don't see your right. friends all the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like kind of on their own now. Yeah. And uh, you go find work, but all oh, these are different people, and hopefully they can become like friends. But it's not right. quite. Can't ever be quite the same. They're you're coworkers. also not. You're, you're there for money. It's a little mercenary. Yes. It's not yes. quite the same thing as joining like a group of things that you enjoy together or something but go right ahead. right yeah. unless the company has like a really great company energy sure. and can yeah. create like i can imagine people that work at starlink all together like right. we're gonna go to mars you know and yeah, there's yeah. like maybe good camaraderie going on but most companies yeah it's about making money yeah. and 
that that's great, but it's not like something great to like get all you know right visionary about you know like well yeah. the bottom line is we're trying to make a profit here so yeah okay, let's do our job you know? <laughs> pretty much pretty much <laughs> but uh yeah so that's just always been the appeal have a kid yeah so that i can get challenged and kicked in the ass or or and actually i like that you put it in that perspective because my perspective has always been oh i want to do right by them mm-hmm. so i will push myself harder because i want to provide a good life for them which is valid too but I think what you said is actually probably more true where the kid is just starts like questioning you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important as a parent not to become like dogmatic and just yeah, yeah. be like, well, you're wrong because you're the kid and I'm right. right you know, because right. then that, that's not good. No, let, let the kid challenge you mm-hmm. and let yourself have to defend your behavior yeah. or change your behavior for the better because they just called you out for being an alcoholic shithead or whatever. Right. You totally. Know? Totally. Yeah. So, always been my motivation. So I had to talk my wife into uh, oh, really? wanting to have a kid. That's fascinating. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, okay, without getting, I don't want to get too pub, uh, uh, into your private life, but yeah. like, you knew when you started dating that like she didn't want to. When we first started dating, because I was I was at that time looking to find a partner. Yeah, yeah. At that phase. Okay. Uh, I was maybe having fun too, but mostly was like trying to narrow it down. Sure. And so, yeah, I asked her, what, what do you think about kids? Mm-hmm. And her answer was like, oh, I never really thought about kids. Oh, okay. okay. And I was like, Which okay. isn't an outright... That's dude. not a no. It no. was just like, I haven't thought about it No, it's just life. a hard maybe not. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotcha. And, it, and she never, what would be alarm bells to me is like if they said like, oh, kids are annoying or oh, kids, you know, like yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it, was, it wasn't that. It was just... Because then you have to convince and that's not a good... That's not a good place no, no, to no. be. Sorry no. to right. continue with this. So I just ultimately... I figured out she hadn't really thought about it. Mm. She just thought, you know, I guess maybe I, I, she Later. more was like, oh, I feel like my life isn't that together. Sure. So I'm mostly just been focusing on myself as an individual right now that I right, haven't right. gotten to that point to even think about that. And I right. said, that's fair. Yeah. And I said, well, I ultimately, and I don't think I confessed it in that moment. No. But what I did, I, what I did confess was, was I do want to be a dad one day. Yeah. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Probably then, a good, um, safe thing to say. Right, right. That I had this personal goal, which is to be a better dad than my dad. Sure. And not to say my dad wasn't no. a good dad. It's just like a thing of just like, oh, I want to do better. I think kind of every thing. guy and every woman should aspire to be better than their parents. Right. And that is not at all a knock on your parents. It is literally the point. That right. is the point. If you are not doing better, then you're regressing. Right. Like life is just two things, better or worse. Right, right. It, I mean, I mean that's a way oversimplification, but the simplicity is that's things either get better or they get worse. So decide. Right. And yeah, anyways, continue. Yeah. So ultimately, I had, yeah, I had to put the ring on it, get married. Mm-hmm. Definitely wasn't going to happen. And so that was fine. Did all that. And then pretty kind of quickly, I was like, come on, let's... Uh, we, and it, there was hesitancy of like, of maybe we're not we're not quite ready or sure. financially ready, right? And yeah. it's kind of like excuses, really. Yeah. And I'm trying to say, no, look, this will kick us in the butt, and it yeah. will happen. Yeah. But there was still some hesitancy. Then COVID happens. Yeah. And I was like, this is perfect timing. Yeah. I'm here at home. Let's yeah. go. And then again, there was a couple more excuses, mm-hmm. but really softball ones, yeah. and basically just a little postponement. Right. And mainly because I think she was just nervous and scared for her own body and what was sure. going to be happening. Oh, you know? I, 
duplicate that. That's yeah. not something. That's not the burden. I can't bear that burden. No. So I ultimately, I I was like, okay, let's. It was basically like postponed slightly. Mm-hmm. And so now we're we're not and now we're in it and oh, okay. we're gonna have a girl and stuff like that. Oh so. wait, you're preggers now. Oh, June twelfth is due date. Get the fuck out! Oh yeah, yeah. Holy smokes, that's yeah, amazing! Yeah, man. Congrats! Yeah. Have you yeah. picked a name yet, or you no, don't know yet? No, we're okay. struggling. So if okay. you have, you can welcome to say some girl names. She'll listen to this. Okay, okay. We're, we're oh, she man. is very. I'm less picky about names. Okay. I mean, I'm a little picky, but yeah. um, I personally feel like she said this thing like, oh, we we gotta love the name, mm-hmm. and I said like, well, it's hard for me. I don't think I love any name. It's just like a, a compilation of letters to make a word. Yes. I always associate a person to a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if a person is awesome that I love, mm-hmm. then I have a positive association with that name. Right. And if someone's a shithead, then I don't like that name as much. <laughs> That's but true. But I, I don't... So it's hard when we're picking a name when I haven't met this human yet that we're going to have. Totes. And obviously yeah. I'm going to love them. Yeah. And so whatever name we'll ultimately pick, I'm going to love them and love that name. Right. But it's hard for me to love the name for itself. Mm. So I, I have names that I like, like okay. oh, I like the ring of that. But she's yeah. like, we gotta find one that we love. And I was like, look, we like. I was like, oh, Piper. We yeah. both like this name. Piper's yeah. nice. Let's do mm. it. And she's like, oh, I don't know about Piper now. I don't love it. And so I was like, yeah. fuck, we can't figure out a no. name. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a. T- I wouldn't do Piper personally. But <laughs> ah, I there you go. <laughs> Everyone's got opinions, but yeah. Um, one thing I cheat, because uh, I have a short list which I could probably get, but um. One thing I do to cheat is I'll read like fantasy, science fiction, or or just other books, okay. and I'll run into characters that I like, oh. and so that's kind of fun because in the fantasy realm, you get uh, all these different versions of things, and sometimes it's very like way out there. Sure. Like I was thinking of one that's um, uh, I think you pronounce it Brid- uh, Brigitte or no Bridget. Bridget. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like B-R-I-G-E-T-T-E or something sure. like that. Um, so that's like very unusual. It might be kind of British. I don't know. And, you know, anyways, there's like weird, like Min was another one, M-I-N. Min, okay, yeah. that's And cool. it's like a shortening of, I think, Minerva, and which is a significant. Older name. The, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but she just goes by Min, and then there's Elida, and, you know, you could get, so that's just one book series. So I enjoy that. But, but here's an interesting phenomena. As you're saying... Like, but then you have an association with that name, right? Well, it's almost like doubly so, but in a weird counterpoint, not in a book or a movie series because, you know, like I'm sure a bunch of people named their daughter Daenerys right, right. up or until... Arya or something. Yeah, right, right. up until... Uh, um, Game of the last season. <laughs> <laughs> season seven. And shit. I'm sure it just friggin' dropped. People are like, no, I don't want her to be a psycho dragon bitch. Fuck, yeah. I'm fucked. Oh, what did I do? So perhaps wait until the series is over before you name your child. Uh, anyways, but um, yeah, I, I think that that... I don't know. I like also... I like more beautiful names, like for girls. Sure. Um, but one thing I have attention on is inevitably the name will get shortened. Sure. So you kind of need to own the, the versions of version. the names. Yeah. Um, not that you're not going to call them all that, um, but like... It's just going to happen. It's, yeah. It'll end up happening. And then, you know, if you have something like... Fortunately, the worst people call me is Dave. So it's like, okay, cool. But usually people call me David. Sure. So it's like, okay, whatever. And your full name is David. David, yeah. 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 So it's not even super long. It's not even super long. No, right, no. right, right. Um, but yeah, that's 
congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much for your contribution. I, I know that's so hey. weird to say, <laughs> but it's also like, no, it's freaking important. Yes. Like, we should, as a society, want people to have kids, support them having kids, all across the boards from, you know, the other thing and like, uh, when you were saying she had, you know, a little bit of attention on uh, what it would do to her body, right? right? My girlfriend house has a similar viewpoint. And I think that women in general should talk to each other and talk to moms, right. you know, and moms the first and then the second time and get There's different. a problem in our culture where there's a lot of horror stories that are right. put on, first of all, there's like movies that yeah. like really make Which it look scary. Which is always scary. like the extremities. It's distorted. Yeah, it's distorted. But then also, but there is like, she, she, she's now like, she goes on forums and listens and saw, and like she's like, oh, I gotta stop on this forum. There's just yeah. too many moms like sharing about happened, how I mean, they lost and... their body forever. You know, oh like it all God. went downhill after they had the kid. You know, and, <laughs> and it's and, like, and, does that mean you just didn't stop eating ice cream? Like, right, or right. what is what is that? What does downhill mean to you? Like you stop going. Anyway, it's always dependent on the person and the body and totally and, and who their they lifestyle are. and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not worried about her. At all she's gonna be do. She's gonna be great. She's really. She's still lifting weights and stuff. And yeah, she's like, that's awesome. People are like, are you even pregnant? She's like, got one month left. Nice, <laughs> like, nice. Like, well, and that's another good way to do it. I knew a lady, um, I mean, tough as fucking nails, this woman. Mm-hmm. She literally, she'd go to the doctor at like 65, smoker, like most of, you know, <laughs> last 40 years, avid smoker. And the doctor's like, I seriously, you're, you have the body of a 40-year-old and I can't even, I can barely tell that you smoke. And it's just like, wow. Now that's her. She's a feisty woman. Okay. Sure. Not everyone's like that. I'm probably exaggerating, coloring, or maybe she, whatever. But what was fascinating to me, she's telling me, uh, when she was carrying her kid, she was just doing stuff all the time, like the entire pregnancy, like, right. oh, I'm gonna pick up things, and you know, and not every woman needs to do it. And some women, like, literally, some women's pregnancy is just fucking horrible, like the entire time. But then some women, it's just like. Oh, okay, and then pop, and oh, that happened. So it is different, but I do love when women push. Like, don't, uh, they don't treat their body like porcelain. They actually push themselves, and actually, because you now have a little baby inside you, it's like a literal, you're feeding each other, you know, in that way. So, yeah, but it's, whatever. There's as many ideas as there is women who are pregnant about pregnancy oh yeah there's so many ideas about how you should how you should do things and Totes. yeah it's yeah. uh and, and even people are like you know she's still doing the, the aerial the circus stuff you mm-hmm. know, you're still doing aerial and stuff like that what mm-hmm. is that safe you know like and uh it's just uh, no it's not thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh goodness people but yeah i'm excited silly. for you definitely uh kids are i think are a great thing yeah, it's just uh, I want to do it the right way. Yeah. Um, I just think it's appropriate. Not to say that everyone has to do that. I just think that that's what my girlfriend wants. And hey, you should do what your girl. Ideally, you know, happy girlfriend, happy life, happy right. happy girl, happy life. Is that right. what you're saying? Yeah. That's right. Well, it's happy happy wife. Happy, happy life. wife, happy life. But I think it implies in general to girl you're dating, girlfriend, fiance, wife, mom. Right. You know. If you make your mom happy, your life will be a little bit happier. That's true. Yeah, it's a good advice. So it kind of, it, yeah, it, it works all around. But anyways, dude, this was freaking amazeballs. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dude, is there anything more you want to talk about? 
We've been going. Well, actually, let's say, see how long we go. We're we're over two hours. Holy shit! Okay. So oh, two hours and almost twenty minutes. So we, we've done a good session. Okay. Yeah. But I haven't uh, we I haven't let you talk any much about any of like your. We talked more concepts broad. in general, yeah, broad. Yeah. Anything personal about you? We could go into that if you want. Uh, we could call it a night and always uh, pick um, it up in a future one. Yeah, I think I'm good for this because I think we I think we explored a lot of amazing stuff. I almost want to come next time and have more other things, but I, this was just so freaking amazing. And talking to you is terrific. You hey, are awesome. Thanks. No, seriously, because it's one of those things you... Uh, some people you talk to, they just get very competitive, or you sure. have two people who are in such agreement that it just it almost feels like a like a parroting or an echo. Right. Which Neither of those things are inherently bad, but there is something to be said from, like, based on what I've listened to what your your, your past podcast or and just in this conversation, we don't agree on right. everything. We agree on a lot of things and maybe we agree on the concept, but there is something to be said with having the discussion. Right. Like I had, and just another analogy or example is a coworker of mine, freaking awesome guy, but hilariously loud and obnoxious in the best <laughs> way, right? But I, I love him, he's great. Um, and sometimes we'll get into it on a particular thing. And he's, part of me thinks he's just kind of saying stuff to just be feisty. Okay. But also not. Like sometimes he's like, no, seriously, I like blah, blah, blah. And so we'll get into it. And from an outsider standpoint, it looks like we're like going at it. But then we always go back to like, hey, no, it's all good. Like we can disagree. Or like, oh, good point. I didn't know. I'll look that up. And like whatever. Yeah. And I think that is so important to have those discussions and you can do them in little ways right uh, and in small things like i went to the bank the other day and i asked the lady if they are still printing because my girlfriend wanted a thousand dollars cash back for okay. whatever reason nice right well she's a good saver so whatever <laughs> but yeah and i was just like oh can we get it in 500s and they're like oh we don't have 500 so it became a discussion of who which president was on the 500 when did they stop releasing it blah 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 and it's just Opportunities like that to have a discussion. Now that wasn't a debate or anything, but right. it's if you don't challenge yourself to do that and be real with the people around you, not only do you not know them and they not know you, but you lose a bit and your life is basically looking through this scope and this lens of what what you're watching on your phone or what have you or what. Right. So as opposed to go out and live life, like it isn't just do your own things. It's also live life and explore get ice creams, have debates, have discussions, but also realize you're all on the same team because you are all in the same world band. You know, you might be in a different, smaller group, but you're still both humans. Right. And you're still on this planet. Like, right. you're still on the same team. Um, so, I don't know. I, I guess I want to kind of leave it on that. And I freaking love how you made it safe for me to be here. I, that sounds cliche, but like, Seriously, I felt like I was home, and we're just two guys having a conversation, and yes. it was is stellar. So thank you very much. You're welcome. I and I, I want to fin finish saying, you know, I was actually uh, initially nervous about this. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I generally I get nervous for most interviews, but especially if it's someone I hadn't seen in a long time, I haven't talked to. Right. And really, there's just kind of a narrow lens, like you were saying, of mm -hmm. a window that you're seeing of what you see on the internet, right. and and any kind of response or feedback you've had between the person or you've, through third parties. And so in my brain, it's like, oh, uh, 
you're like this really conservative Trump supporting guy right, or whatever, right. right? And and my brain mocks up an image of like a really like obnoxious, rude person or something like that, which right, right. you're not at all. Sure. Right? Um, Only on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I actually, and I, I think it's wrong if that's what comes to people's mind because that's, yeah. that's what the uh, media has created to show up in your head. It right? is a stereotype and it is sometimes true and sometimes not as are stereotypes in general. Right. So right. yeah. Right. But I, and it's and again actually I think sometimes like my dad's actually a pretty obnoxious guy. Obnoxious mm-hmm. people can be fun and they can be great. Sure. It's just there's different types of people and pe- different types of people vibe with other kinds of people, you know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so um uh anyway, so what I was getting I was nervous about it and I was like but I'm generally try to my goal in life is to try to be as open-minded as possible and willing mm-hmm. to talk to anyone right. because I don't believe I have all the answers or any of the answers. Right. And I think there's always something to be gained from any person. And this was like a very delightful conversation. Yeah. And it's actually very, um, it brought back a lot of reminiscent memories of the value of these these kind of conversations yeah. happen in Boy Scouts a lot where yeah. you go backpacking and there's nothing to do no, and then start sitting around a campfire yeah. and you talk about crazy concepts or what if this would happen or blah and people right. that and you arrive to some sort of harmonious weird chaotic conclusion you right. know and you go right. to bed like and you're like yeah I feel pretty good right <laughs> and it can be totally silly like who would beat who in in Lord of the Rings or whatever was cool at that time or, you know, right. before com- I wasn't reading. But it could be something silly like that, but it all adds up together. And that's, yeah, important. And talking about kids and all this other stuff, it's just, this was great. And we need and we need more of this. More people who think that they're divided right. or on other sides do need to come together to mm-hmm. a bar and have a drink with yeah. each other. And, and try not to only surround yourself with your own people all the time right because it's important to live life and have experiences with the banker and with other people and and those people that you you're maybe not in agreement with if you can find at least a thing that you share agreement on a common ground yeah you've basically effectively realized each other's respect yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you've made a step in in my opinion the right direction which is we can agree to disagree but we are all on the same team and Ultimately, we all all good people want the same thing. Right. So, which is just better a better life for everyone. Yeah. For everyone. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, David. Rock on, Thanks bro. Thanks for coming, man. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Hey guys, thanks for listening. By the way, you can find me on Instagram at Nick Zerman, and feel free to send me a message or a comment or a question or. Any recommendations you might have or people I should talk to or things I should talk about. Thanks again for listening and see you on the next one.